Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? East Carolina girls are the best in the world. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. You got to give me a sack, Chandler. Uh, give me a sack. Sack! Yes. <laughs> How about those freaking pirates? It's me, Amazing Garcia. Puedes pintar este violeta. Y'all are intimidating guys, you know what I'm saying? Y'all are famous, y'all are celebrity-type guys, and that's intimidating. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here inside the Pirate Radio Studios, coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM. In Greenville, 104.1. In Washington, we are on 1250, 930. Also online, PR927FM.com. And we'd love for you to come hang out and be a part of the show. Join us on Facebook Live or YouTube. You can give us a like, subscribe, and uh, tell us what's on your mind on this Wednesday. A lot going on. Playoff baseball getting underway in about two hours. College football on tonight. Hurricanes hockey on tonight so we got a lot to discuss here uh some preseason basketball going on maybe we'll have chandler recap hornets heat uh we'll give him like two minutes to talk basketball at some point during today's program a lot of guests to get to during these next three hours including ken wadlington wnct channel nine who said the braves would not win one single postseason game i bet he was the most upset Braves fan the other night when they came back and won just because he wanted his prediction to be right and because he likes to be mopey and depressed rather than happy. But unfortunately for Ken, the Braves fan, the Braves did win the other night. We'll talk Braves. We'll have uh, NFL guess the lines and more with Ken Watlington coming up later on in hour number one. Hour two, David Glenn will join us on the show. And uh, got a big Thursday on tap with the Bud Light pregame tailgate kicking off at 3.30. U.S. Sailor fifth quarter after the game. But even before all that, Thursday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., you can go to Tiebreakers at Bell's Fork, have you a great lunch, and you'll have a chance to win four free tickets to East USMU. Also, you can pick up a free starry painted black shirt with a really cool uh, pirate on the back. Great logo there. And a free Carolina Caliber treasure towel. And you can get that and wave it around your head, spin it like a helicopter. David Glenn will be there. The Pirate Radio crew will be there. You can uh, talk to Chandler Honeycutt. You can meet. They say don't meet your heroes, but Chandler's one that you'll be happy you met because he he's a great guy. Uh, David Glenn will join us in hour number two. P. Mace, Patrick Mason, will join us coming up hour number two. We'll talk Pirates and Mustangs hour three. Our old buddy Brooks Hill will join us to get you ready for the Hurricanes season opener coming up tonight. We got Shirley Rhodes here and turn Joey back in the house. The big dog Glenn Griffin and Chandler Honeycutt to my left. Hello, everyone. Hello, Clipper. Happy game day eve. H-G-D-E to you, MF. Well done. Thank you, WD. Uh, Shirley, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm uh, better. Feeling better? Good, good. Getting better. And uh, Joey, welcome back. Thank you. Had a little fall break. Happy to be back. How was your break? Uh, Relaxing, truthfully. So it was good to get some time off. Being honest? Some time off. Yeah. Uh, People thought you were suspended. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Why? Why why would he be suspended? Why would you be suspended for? 
What uh, happened on Friday? Something happened on Friday. I don't know. We had a great Friday show. <laughs> um, things went smoothly. I made some great picks. Yeah, great picks. It was a good pick em. Everything, I don't know. Everything yeah. went smooth. Mm, yeah. Maybe he got suspended for running the show too smoothly. Mm, Maybe. Could, could be. Smooth criminal. Uh, Steve, uh, let's check in with the chat boy. Steve says, what Andy Griffith trivia do we want to discuss today, guys? I don't know. Let's move on to something else today. What can the chat gang talk about today? Yesterday, it was all about Andy Griffith. We need a new subject for today. Second time in like the matter of two weeks. Randolph said, good afternoon, y'all. Randolph, I've just received a note. It says, Dax just threw another interception recovered by the 49ers. By the way, I was supposed to do this yesterday. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh, are we already breaking that out this early in the season? But I'm going to announce this. Um, And I asked Randolph if I could do this on the air, and he said, yeah, that's fine. Uh, Randolph popped the question. Whoa. To his girlfriend. And he is now happily engaged. Mr. and Mrs. Randolph? So Randolph popped the question. She said yes. Oh, he showed us the ring. Yeah, it was a nice ring. So he popped the question. She said yes, and now they are engaged. I would say any woman would say yes to that ring. Absolutely. And those bunk cakes. And those talking about Randolph's backside. No, the bunk cakes. <laughs> my bad. The bunk cakes is twelve pack. It brings in some five. Oh, those buntlets. Bun- oh, those buntlets. Oh, and those bunk cakes. Randolph's buntlets, man. And those buntinis. Ah, <laughs> uh, Randolph, congratulations, my guy. Tyler says, "What's up?" Jamie says, Clip, you feeling any better? You sound a little better. I feel a little better. I sound a little better. And if I could just get all this gunk out, I think I'll be all right. Uh, Let's see. Jerry is five minutes late today. Sorry. Jerry, I appreciate your honesty. You don't have to tell us that you're late. You can just kind of roll in and pretend you've been here the whole time. But thank you for your honesty. We appreciate it. Peter Foote says, what's up, fellas? What's the uh, foot soldier up to these days? Pete! Big Pete. Handing out water, I believe, to uh, to opposing teams at uh, Panthers games. I don't know if he's still doing that. I don't even know if that's his duty, but he's on uh, he's on the sidelines sometimes for Panthers games. So, I don't know. I think he's up in Charlotte. Let us know, Pete. What are you up to, buddy? Big Pete. What's up, buddy? Uh, Chad smashed the like and is here for the great content. Jerry says, if PRL was on Ted Turner time, I would have been on time. LOL. I get that reference. 6.35, start time on the Superstation. Uh, Steve, with a bad joke, said, Randolph went to Jared. Let's hope it wasn't Fogle. I got to do better than that. Got to do much, much better than that. Uh, Jamie says, no more food for y'all from Randolph. Wife going to need that money. That's true. That's fine. Randolph, if you have to cut us out, uh, we'll, we'll be all right with that. Uh, Tyler says, use a neti pot clip. Rinse it right out. All right. I'll look into that. And Chad said, the way Joey said, and those bunt cakes was a little lustful. <laughs> it was. It was. And those bunt cakes. If you cakes. had his bunt cakes, you would be <laughs> lustfully saying Randolph's name, too. Can right. you say, and those bunt cakes in Spanish? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, or bunt be. 
y eso, bond bizcochos. Oh. Oh. oh, everything just sounds so much better in español. All right, where to begin today? Uh, we'll hit a fleet fee rundown. Let's just kind of get a uh, check the temperature on what's going on in the sports arena, shall we? Let's do it. Do we not agree? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I worded that properly, but there is a lot going on. And uh, first of all, shout out to the O's fans out there. Great year. But I tell you, these MLB playoffs, they go by in a flash. And if you don't get a win, you are done in a flash. And uh, the O's swept out of the ALDS. Out in a flash, like Dylan Brooks last night for the Rockets, mm. who got ejected in a matter of minutes. He's got interesting hair that nobody can see right now. Uh, so the O's are out. Other three series uh, going on today. 507 TBS, Braves, Phillies, Game 3. Citizens Bank will be rocking. Red October. Um, I'm a little nervous. Last time we went there in the playoffs, it did not go well for Atlanta. Two beatdowns. Well, I'm excited to be able to watch it with you and a few other Braves fans tonight at Sports Trivia at AJ starting at 8 o'clock. Yep, it's uh, going to be a war, Shapani. 707, Fox Sports 1, Astros at Twins, and twins. Houston leads that series two games to one. And can the Diamondbacks... Put the old Dodgers out to pasture. Arizona leading 2-0. That should be a madhouse tonight in Arizona. The Carolina Hurricanes get their season underway tonight. 7 o'clock against the Senators. I saw last night uh, Connor Bedard and the Blackhawks won. Had some Blackhawks fans uh, excited. Uh, There is some college football on tonight. And I want to talk about what happened last night as well. Because there is a coach, according to what I saw on social media... The fans, anyway, have them on the hot seat. All right, coming up tonight, UTEP at FIU and Sam Houston at New Mexico State. So last night, Middle Tennessee beat Louisiana Tech 31-23. Liberty over Jacksonville State 31-13. And Coastal Carolina. I watch this one. As a dog goes to Boone, Boone, Boone. and beats Appalachian State 27-24. And man, are the App State folks tired of the App State head coach, Sean Clark. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because, I mean, you go back to last year, they go on the road to Texas A&M and get a huge win. Um, they get a win against East Carolina this year. They beat the off brakes hot. off the Pirates a couple times these last couple years. And then they lose games kind of like this to Coastal Carolina. And uh, App State fans are like, why can we not be consistently good? Why can we not continue this momentum? Um, and why are we losing at home to Coastal Carolina, who's having a down year? Yeah, who is not the Coastal Carolina of the, the previous few years. Grayson McCall is still there, 373, two touchdowns for him in the win last night. Uh, but App State fans not happy uh, right now with Sean Clark. And they had, they seem to have really good non conferences. And this year they were only two and two, but they beat ECU. Remember the game against North Carolina had them on the ropes, lost forty to thirty-four, mm-hmm. and then a weird trip to Wyoming, who's a pretty good team, but they lost that one twenty-two to nineteen. I mean, they could have been, you know, undefeated going into this game, but now the assumption from App State fans is they're just going to 
I don't know. Can they even get to six wins because they've they've got some conference losses coming up, according to App State fans? I uh, made the trip up to Virginia last night uh, with about three and a half minutes left in the first half of that game, and I put money line on App State, and I was leaving Virginia, and I said, "Hold on, wait a minute," and I turned right back around and I doubled down. You said, "Hold on, wait a minute, let's put some dog in it." Let me put some dog in it, and I doubled down on on the Mountaineers, and. They went for it on fourth down. They threw a fade pass into the quarter in the end zone for a touchdown, tied the ball game up, and I thought to myself, all right, here we go. They get the ball back, tied 24. Tie. Believe, tie. 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 Coastal Carolina um, went for it on fourth and three and deep in App State territory, didn't get it. App State goes down the field. The ball is loose. It's on the sideline, and the Coastal Carolina uh defensive man he jumps on the football right as the ball's going out of bounds and it looked like his foot was out of bounds so i was like all right app state will keep the ball instead they were able to drive down the field and kick a game-winning field goal that squeaked in for the win the old squeaker shots knocking off app state last night uh steve says chandler with a much better shirt today he was yeah. wearing a hypnotizing shirt yesterday. Joey had some words about that yesterday, too. I like them, though. Yeah, I like the shirt. It just looked very weird. On, yeah, on camera, when you look at it, I mean, especially guys looking at an iPhone. The, whoever commented, think, if you look at your shirt it's and like look hit, away, hit, yeah. it actually worked. Like, it was stretching, and I was on the road, so that was kind Man. of a bad idea. Man, so what did you see? It was like as if his shirt was just going black and white towards the center of his chest. Maybe I just like looking at his chest, though. Hmm. Interesting. Huh. Uh, Chad said it was heartbreaking as a nose fan. Hey, well, at least you got the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> I can't laugh. Don't make me laugh at that. I cannot laugh at other people's teams. Oh, yeah. Me neither. Good point. Uh, Peter Foote, life update. Former Pirate Radio intern. Former scorekeeper at Menchie's Coliseum. I move equipment for the Panthers for the away team. We get the opposing team's equipment off the plane, bring it to the stadium the day before the game, and bring it back to the airport after. I get to stand on the sidelines during the game, usually around the 10-yard line closest to the Panthers' tunnel. That's a cool gig. That is a really cool gig, and I'm sorry you have to do it for the Panthers. If I was you, Peter, I would take one, something very small, like a kicking tee, but try to take something from every opposing yeah. team to start a collection. I got uh, John Reese Pumley's uh, quarterback towel. There you go. Baseball or football? Uh, football. <laughs> you said quarterback. Um, but yeah, and don't sell it on eBay. That's how you're going to get called. But just keep it like in your man room. You could have a Minnesota Vikings mm, bench warmer or cooling fan. Or something. Oh yeah, man! One of those cool fans. Just think if you had one of those at the the crib for when guys hung out. Hey guys, y'all a little hot? No problem. I got this Minnesota Vikings cooling fan. Hey, look, I would love to come over. It's just way too hot, man. It's like, (laughs) hey, don't worry about it. I got this thing that I like to call the Minnesota (laughs) Minnesota. And then this Viking fan. This uh, this winter, be like, hey man, I'm gonna have a bonfire. Yeah, it's still a little too chilly. Well, don't worry. I've got a New Orleans Saints heater that they brought because they're a soft dome team, mm-hmm. so they had to bring in these big heaters. Peter put one in the truck on the way to the plane and, uh, and took it to the house. Um, Steve will not be at trivia tonight, but please don't cancel. 
I will not. The questions are ready. We have a whole round about hockey. Yay. <laughs> but I think non-hockey fans, non-hockey fans should do well. We have a Canadian on my team. So. Is that right? Old Derek. Derek's Canadian, huh? Uh, hey. Hey. Interesting. Uh, let's see. Newton says, well, if you don't get the ball strip going towards the end zone, then you probably win. It's not the coach. Fair enough, Newton. Ball security. Newton's laws of physics. Eric says, it's pretty clear to see. App State sucks. <laughs> then he says, but cool, so Cool, neat story. <laughs> no, Sorry. Cool, neat story always works. I meant to hit the rim shot and hit the wrong button. Eric then quickly added, but so do we. But we have a chance to change that because Donnie Kirkpatrick said we're going to shoot our shot coming up Thursday night. We're pulling out all the stops. Yeah, we're going to shoot our shot. 7.30 kick. Yeah. So what does that mean? They're going to kick the ball off at 7.30? When do we kick off? Are you lobbing me one? I'm trying to set you up. Can you put it on a tee for me? There you All go. right, fell off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, get for it. 7.30 minus 4. Let's see, 30, 6.30, 5.30, 4.30. 3.30. 3.30 kickoff on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. Four hours of pregame coverage. Where are you going to find that for ECU football? Not in your couch cushion. Not in your closet. Mm-mm. Not anywhere else. Nope. Right here on Pirate Radio. Because that is what we do. Late night for the US Cellular Fifth Quarter Colin show, too. Late night, early morning. Hopefully it's a celebratory show. You know what that means. I get to ring in my birthday with you guys. Uh... Shirley Rhodes' birthday coming up Friday. If you have a song request, get it in. Uh, we put it out on Pirate Radio on uh, Twitter, a.k.a. X, a.k.a. Eckies. Eh? Yeah. Joey? Eckies? Yeah, Ten. Yeah. A.k.a. Ten. Um, put in your song request, and we'll uh, we'll have that for you on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. What are you doing, manana? Um, I will be here early trying to set up some tailgate stuff because we'll be out there. But before we go out there and tailgate at Elmhurst, we'll be at Tiebreakers from 11 to 1. Our good friend David Glenn will be there as well. We'll be giving out You consider him a swag. good friend? Our good friend. Well, how about you personally? I don't know him that well. I met him in Boone. Okay. I got in tune in Boone. Because when David I talk Glenn. to him at 4 o'clock, if I say Chandler said you're a good friend of his. I said our good friend. Okay. Like the station, friend of the station, friend of the building. Yeah, friend of the, the building is really good friends with David Glenn. Okay, all right. Can I talk about the tiebreakers event tomorrow? Sure. Can I, I mean, goodness gracious, uh, North Carolina sports talk radio legend. No, not Clip Rock. David Glenn will be there. <laughs> Eleven to one. We'll be giving out some free swag, including this Starry Night um, T-shirt. You I might be there too. Huh? I might be there too. Oh, really? Yeah. Will you? Maybe. Awesome. You can put in the order and take the food back for the pregame show. Why? Is that too much for you to do? No, but if you're going to be there, why would I do that? Because I'm going to be like hobnobbing. Hobnobbing? Yeah. What does that entail? You ain't never hobnobbed before? (laughs) 
<laughs> this, you've, we've been on this earth this many years that have never I'm, hobnobbed. And see, I think I he would know, be I've a good it, hobnobber. What, is, what exactly is hobnobbing? Wait, you don't think, you think? I think Chandler would be an excellent hobnobber. I think he'd be a hob-nobber. great hobnobber. How about tomorrow, if I am there, I'll show you hobnobbing 101. Just show me the ways of the hobnobber. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but awesome t-shirt. Uh, treasure towel also be going to be given out. Going to have a great time. Come get you some great food. Meet David Glenn. Talk to me if you want to. Uh, you don't have to if you don't want to. But uh, join us from 11 to 1 at Tiebreakers. Bell Fork. Bell Fork. Bell's Fork. Bell's Fork. Bell's Fork. Jamie says, if the season doesn't get better, doesn't the coverage duration go down? How about just three hours? How about, Jamie... We've never gone to three hours. How about we go five hours? That's right. If the season gets worse, I'm extending the pregame show. Okay, we need to talk about that. <laughs> for every loss, we're adding another hour. No. For every win, we're decreasing an hour. Yeah, we need to talk about that. So, like, week 12, we're in here for a 10-hour pregame show. <laughs> All right, we need to have a conference meeting. In the conference room? This isn't uh, set in stone, Shirley. We'll we'll discuss it off the air. Okay. Uh, Eric says, Chandler, stick to long snapping, my guy. Ray Ray Finkel wouldn't want you to hold for him. When it comes to what? I don't know. What's up, my guy? Eric said he's held himself back from a few hobnob jokes. I'm sure they would have been awful, Eric. All right. Uh... Jamie says, how about we go five hours and talk about other stuff? I got to be honest, man. I got to be honest about a few things right now. Uh, can you be honest, please? So, first of all, I I need the Pirates to, to win or do something because I am like, I've checked out on the football season. I don't know if anybody's noticed that, mm-hmm. but I've been like, and I'm still going to talk ECU football and go to press conferences, but like, I, from a sports fan perspective, my focus is on uh, more things than ECU right now. And I wish it wasn't that way. Braves? Sure. Um, I guess ECU basketball coming up? Yes. Um, Charlotte Hornets basketball? Nah, I'm I'm way down on that. ECU volleyball? ECU soccer? Let's just go other ECU athletics. Check. Mm. Volleyball. Soccer. Big match tonight, by the way. I just said other ECU athletics yeah. check. You don't need to name them. Oh, um, commanders, <sighs> Braves play good baseball. Times. Kind of commanders. Time. We already hit Braves. How about NFL, Chandler, as a whole? NFL? How about college football as a whole? Just like it is uh, tough about, right now. How about this? How about Hurricanes hockey? Yeah. Not so much in October, but I'll be I'll be checking him out tonight. Ken Wildington looking good. He looks like a coach. He does. He's got a beard going like the hockey men do, and he's looking good. Um, do you know what sizes we'll have in the starry shirts, Chandler? I do not. I could just guess and tell a lie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do that. No, I don't. I think all we're going to have is extra small and 7X. Wait, to be a hobnobber, do I have to lie? Is that part of being a hobnobber? It's not really lying. It's just stretching the truth. Uh. It's conveniently leaving out certain things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. Uh, let's <laughs> How about this? We'll have sizes. So, Eric, 
maybe hasn't been having the best material lately so he's going back to old faithful here he's got he said he had an sat question for me bobby pettiford is the clip rock as cal ripkin is to blank we don't talk about that on the show anymore eric <laughs> i have the answer that is a touchy subject for the the blank there yeah i, I have an answer we got a little too we went a little too far on that okay <laughs> I went a little too far. I we, shouldn't even say we. We made that man cuss. I went too far. Okay? And I know I like to go up to the line, and I but I like to go as close as I can without crossing the line. I crossed the line. Other things I want to talk about and be honest about, this is called, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. So I've heard, and, and maybe... I don't know. I was listening to another show, and they're talking about fans and even teams, and the Braves specifically complaining about getting rusty because of the wild card and the format and not being able to play. I don't know if they, they're really complaining or not. If they are, screw them. It, I, I don't. That's not an excuse. Just go out and play baseball. If Brian Snicker changes the lineup, guess what? Who cares? Go in the batter's box and hit the ball. That's not an excuse either. All I got to think about game two was people ready to fire Brian Snicker. And do what? And and who's going to come in and how's it going to be any different? They're all grown men trying to hit a baseball. I, okay, the lineup and mental and all that crap, whatever. I say it doesn't matter what order you're hitting in. As long as Ronald Acuna's in leadoff, as long as you got the best players at the top of the lineup, that's your job as a manager to do that. No excuse on the layoff. No excuse on the batting order. I'm just tired of excuses overall in general for everything. I hear you. No excuses. You've been heard. There is not an excuse. Max Freed. Blister. Long layoff. Whatever. Just go out and pitch. If you pitch well great if you don't oh well you had a bad day i don't care as the the reason as to why or why not as much i, I i'm tired i don't like to get into play calling and stuff as a fan a lot of pe- a lot of fans do i just want my team to win <laughs> and if ron rivera gets fired today i'd be okay with that if he doesn't i'd be okay with that because whoever is the head coach i'm gonna pull for and whoever's in at quarterback for my team, I'm going to pull for. And I just want them to win. How they go about winning, that's their, That's what they're getting paid to do. Just go do it. Do you understand what I'm saying at yes, all? Yes, I do. But I've also, I feel like I've heard a different side of you, too. In what way? Like you want people gone. And like you do care if they're gone or if they're there or not. Those are said, and, and you don't root for the person that's on the field <laughs> or the head coach on the sideline. Um, okay, in the past, <laughs> like you're okay in the present now. I, all right, you're you're true to yourself. Oh, okay. But I like I do want Jack Del Rio fired. Okay, yes, because I watched a football game with you last Thursday night, and you were literally if like you could gone out there and kidnapped him and like threw him to the wolves you would have done that yes i want jack del rio gone i want his head on a stake figuratively relax but i'll be like justin bear yesterday justin bear and i killed a man in raleigh hey we killed a man that night help the bear <laughs> help the bear kill a man 
I don't know what. I don't even know the reason. Like, I'm sweating right now. My brain still isn't operating 100%. I, I'm just sick of excuses. Just go, just go play sports and win the game. Ken Watlington joins us next. We'll does get he, his does he have any excuse? What is his excuse for the Braves winning a game? Ooh. We'll find out because he was dead wrong. He was so upset when Austin Riley hit that home run the other night. That looks like a guy that's wrong. Yep. And he's sitting right there in the lobby. We're going to play Guess the Lines. We're going to talk baseball. We'll talk a little pirate football. We'll talk more when we return. Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday. Jamie says Cliff is a habitual line almost stepper. Shout out Chappelle Show. Ken, get in here. What's your all-time favorite Chappelle Show sketch? This is tough. I'm going to go off the beaten path. One where he played Puff Daddy. (laughs) Making the band Puff Daddy. No, the one he did, Cribs. Oh, Cribs. When he had the... uh, He had the the egg. He had the uh, chicken bone chandelier. Okay. Cribs. All right. I don't even know... My first, first thing, maybe Mad Real World. I mean, it's an impossible question to answer. Chandler, you're too young. I have seen some recently, though. The one in the classroom where uh, he kind of whispers a joke, and then the guy he that's says, Key and Peel. I thought said. I thought that's what you said. Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Take a break. I remember Dave Chappelle this kid where he was dressed as Prince. My favorite I, one is when Will Ferrell does the uh, that's, the, the cowbell. That's my fault. All right, so when I heard sketch, I just thought of Fire Marshal Bill. Fire Marshal Bill. Um, mine is the Prince one, probably. Mine's the one where Elaine goes to the store. Prince? Yes. Right. I like he, the one. Where he plays pickup basketball. I like the Wayne Brady one. That, Yes. That's one of my favorites because he would, at the time that that sketch aired, Wayne Brady was like... It is a million degrees. Like, one of the nicest dudes, and he was the exact opposite Break of that. Break yourself, fool! Uh, J- oh. Jack on Facebook said, a sugar cookie man. <laughs> <laughs> I am not uh, a, a sugar cookie getter. What's the uh, the Biggums? Uh, Tyrone Biggums. Yeah. Tyrone Biggums. My favorite character, Leonard Washington. Every... Every sketch Leonard Washington is in is my favorite. Because Leonard Washington don't get butt naked for nobody. Remember that, people. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. More to go after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Drive a little and save a lot at Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. 
Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has great a great selection of new and pre-owned vehicles, plus offers service to all makes and models in the state-of-the-art facility. Drive a little and save a lot with a short trip to Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on Highway 264 in Washington and online at Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, a lot of Chappelle chat going on now. Celebration. Say that again, Ken. Celebration. It's a celebration. Aha! Uh, Eric says Fear Factor or Wayne Brady. Oh, here's another one. Oh, Drew said when he was a Klan member and blind. Yep, yep that's the one I Clayton was thinking Bixby. of, too. That would be that's it. who it was. Adam, I couldn't remember his name. Adam also says uh, Clayton Bixby was his favorite. Here's another one. Grab the sticks. Oh, yeah, when he's playing the kid in, the uh, hospital. in a game of street hoops. <laughs> what in the five figures? Say it in the face. Uh, Eric said, y'all want to eat some dinosaur egg? <laughs> <laughs> Jamie says, I spit hot fire. Dylan. Eric says, that's authentic Cambodian breast milks. <laughs> Eric said, name the five greatest offensive coordinators of all time. DK, 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 and DK. Kaz said, player haters is undefeated. That is a, a very good one. Uh, Eric said, come on, Clayton, show us your face. <laughs> and then his head explodes. <laughs> uh, welcome in, Ken Watlington, looking like a bench coach for Rod Brindamore. That's right. We're uh, very excited. Uh, game uh, game once tonight, and uh, we'll see where it ends up in June. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. Nah, I should have done that with a Canadian accent, but can't do it. I'm Wait, little, so what accent were you doing? I don't know. <laughs> Just trying to sound authoritative. Okay. Uh, Ken, how... I think I walked into a conversation coming back from the break. Did I hear that uh, you were not watching the Braves game the other night? That's correct. I, uh, oh, my goodness. You heard. Here's what happened. The game started while I'm doing the news, so I can't watch it anyway. By the time I get in the car to go home, they're losing 3 nothing. I said, why bother? So I sit there and check my phone every so what were you 35 doing? seconds. What were you doing other than watching? I was it? watching Eastbound and Down. <laughs> wow. A real baseball so team. Instead, right. of the, instead of watching the Braves, you were watching the Myrtle Beach Merman? The, exactly. It was season three. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe looking at some future Braves to come up in the system. And so I'm following along on Twitter because I, I, I'm, I, I'm dumb. So I'm following along on Twitter. I see Riley hits the home run. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Let's see how they blow it in the ninth. You, you're the worst. And it was so close to happening. And then one of the more miraculous plays in postseason history happens. Were you hoping that, that would I'm, happen? Yes. No, I was hoping it was, was going to happen. I said, let's see how it's going to happen. And then the play happens. I'm running around my house screaming like a madman. And I'm energized again. And now I think they can win the whole thing again. I think you're like Thanos. Like you're at your <laughs> ultimate power when... <laughs> Everything goes wrong right, exactly. in your sports life. Uh, they're going to score at least 10 runs tonight. Who is they? The Atlanta Braves. Really? Mm. Possible they give up a dozen, but the bats are going to come out on fire. So you like the over, huh? Oh, for sure. What's the over tonight? About I eight? don't know. Yeah, probably. I wish I was as confident as you. I'm, I'm, I've am I'm. still got shell shock from going to that ballpark last uh, October. Not that I went personally, but the Braves did, and right. it didn't go well. It did not go well at all. And it's kind of a similar situation. The Braves came back and won game two in Atlanta and then just got swept in Philly. And 
I don't know. I think they're going to come out with some passion tonight. I'm not sure Bryce Elder's the guy to start the game the way he pitched the second half of the season. Hey, respect your elder. Respect my... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I would have liked to see... Uh, what's uh, Smith-Shalver, the 20-year-old? Throw him out there. Do you think he come? Well, so Strider's starting game four. Yep. So he would be available out of the pin That's if true. they choose to do that. That's true. And then they're just one phantom injury away from Charlie Morton coming and pitching sometimes. So. Can I make a – now, is he available? He was uh, activated from the uh, uh, injured list, which means he is available – if something were to happen, they can't just add him to the to the postseason roster now. But if someone gets hurt, they can then swap him out. So uh, you know, water cooler chat became a thing. We don't have a water cooler, so now we have stop shop chat. Okay, and that was the chat today at the stop shop. I, I was going to say uh, I was there earlier today. Jay did not know who he had, he asked me who the starter was. Asked was like, me the I same question. No he idea. said, "Who are the Braves starting today?" I said, "I thought I saw Elder, but I don't think they've announced it yet." I saw where Morton might be able to pitch for him. <laughs> I said, you I never know what's gonna happen I, in one of them games. I haven't, I hadn't seen that, but uh, but Ken <laughs> Watlington just said that, yeah, that might be a possibility. It won't be today. Okay, the roster's set for today. But say AJ Minner comes up with a tight hamstring, maybe you you do bring Charlie Morton up and. Have them ready to go for a potential game five Saturday. Can I make a statement that will surely come back to haunt me? Although you've already made similar statements. What, the Braves will never win a game? <laughs> yeah. No. I was wrong. I'm glad to be wrong. I, this is going to come back to haunt me. I'm not scared of Aaron Nola. Oh, I'm not either. They've had success against him. I'm not scared of you, Aaron Nola. What about mm. Nola's prone to giving up a home run. Aaron, Braves can hit some home runs. That's why I think they scored at least 10 runs today. Late at night, Aaron Nola creeps his head out from under my bed. I'm like, not scared. <laughs> Aaron Nola Get creeps, a mask. creaks the closet open in full uniform. I'm starting tomorrow. I look up, I look over there, and I'm like, ah, Man. and I just roll over and go back to sleep. Not scared. Not scared. Yeah. You're like, oh, hey, Aaron. <laughs> Aaron, could you keep it down? I'm trying to get my required hours of sleep. Thank you. Uh, Eric says Ken might get an invite to the player haters ball. <laughs> He'd fit in there with... Uh, Ladies and gentlemen. Buck Nasty and whatever Rich Voss's character was. Ashley Larry. Ashley Larry. Eric says Ken and I have the same Adidas Canes quarter zip. Great minds shop alike. Straight out of TJ Maxx. Hmm. All right. Or there Marshalls you. or one of them. Or what's the other thing? Burlington. It was one of those, you know, stores. Ken... I had another thought today. Congratulations. If the Braves get by the fighting fields yep. and the Diamondbacks beat the Dodgers, yep. I think the Braves sweep the Diamondbacks. I think so, too. I think they make easy work of them. <laughs> yeah. Why are we so confident right now? The two best teams. In what the, is happening? The two best teams in the playoffs right now are playing each other. In the playoffs? Yes. Playoffs. Playoffs. Yes. The Phillies and the Braves are the two best teams left. This is the World Series. Might as well be. So is this one be like your Dodgers series? Dodgers. Like the year y'all went to the World Series? Not to that extent. Like if you get through the Phillies, you're going to be happy. 
of course you're not be happy. to not not to that extent because that year they beat the dodgers and went to the world series i almost literally didn't care if they won the world series yeah. i was so happy to beat the dodgers because they should have beat the dodgers in 2020 when they had the uh yes. nlcs in arlington you know yes, neutral queen. site yes. and they had the lead in game seven yes. and i was like here it is and it wasn't i gotta say that that counted but like it didn't crush me it still felt like why are we playing at globe life field yeah it was it was all weird um but no this year i mean it is world series or bust for the braves yep so this getting over this now this is a big one but this is not the end all be all and through about seven innings the other day it felt like bust i thought that now don't get me wrong they were getting no hit and down four nothing i was like this is not good but i thought if they could scratch a car across one they could win the game um and that one was absolutely huge. Do you remember Ronald Acuna? Wasn't it his first playoff season when he hit a ball, stared at it, and it held the wall, and he had a, it got a single? Yep. And people were on him, as they should be, because you can't do that. So lack of hustle. This time, his hustle pays off. He scored on a single to right field yeah. from first base. Trey Turner had a, like, a bobbled uh, ground ball hit to him. And he threw the first, which ended up not being anything because they got out of the inning unscathed. But he like whiffed on that uh, yeah. on that ball and it allowed uh, Acuna to score. I was going to ask, um, great hustle by Acuna, but Trey Turner has been a Braves killer. Has he always struggled defensively, or is this? I think it's a fairly new development. Yeah, As he's a had national, a rough couple he was of games. A vacuum at I thought so. Yeah, I thought that was the case. You know, you talk about me being a negative Braves fan. Uh, looking on Twitter, there's a lot of negative Phillies fans, and they're they're kind of upset with Trey Turner. Yeah. Apparently he hasn't hit a home run in over a month. Hopefully that oh, stays that way. I feel like we're just saying a million things <laughs> yeah. that are going to come back to haunt us today. Uh, obviously he had the error the other day that, that cost him a run. Which... And there's a stop by Trey Turner. He throws over the first and he got him. Well, no, he, to he be did fair, have that great play he in game one. had a, yeah. an amazing play yeah. game one to get him out of a, a So he makes the crazy difficult play. It's the simple ones he's having problems with. The other night it was just like we couldn't put any stress on Wheeler at all and we finally got on base with a walk and then a, uh, Ozzie got a hit. And you just put a little stress on them, and then the, the offense came through. Huge homer by Darno, and then uh, Riley. That was kind of a weird because he hit it so high. Yeah, it was a weird camera angle. I didn't know. What do you mean? Yeah, you didn't even see it. You I've, seen, even I've watched the highlights a hundred times. <laughs> the way I couldn't tell where the ball was going to come down. So the whole time, mouth agape. Is it leaving? It did. I will say this. It seems like the Brace fans that were there <clears throat> at Truist Park had the same mindset as you of getting that run in there. Just get one run and we could win this ball game because uh, even if it was late in the ball game and y'all just got one run there, usually it's like, all right, we got to run. That place was going nuts it when was. he scored. So it's a I great mean, environment, but you know what? They're going into an environment that might be just as good, if not better. Definitely. Uh, about 4,000 more fans, I think the stadium holds it at the bank. And the Braves... Uh, we talk Bryce Elder, but they'll trot out one through nine, the same lineup as the other night. That includes uh, Travis Darno getting a second straight start. And can you morons stop throwing stuff on the field? My God. So stupid. Now that Cardinals wildcard game, that was warranted. That was a terrible call. But yeah, the other night, that's, that was too much. I just uh, wouldn't. Don't throw stuff. Yeah. It's so lame. Don't look at me. It I'm was you. right at you. <laughs> you probably throw stuff when you go to ECU. Don't throw games. stuff. Who do you want me to look at? There's two people in here. Look at those people right over there. You got these bright you see, lights you see that, camera that are right killing there? my vision. You do have this You think these lights are bright. I'm going to be blind by the time I'm 
uh, next week. Thirty-eight years old. <laughs> Who's going to tell them? <laughs> uh, Emma with some news. Ah, uh, she a liar. Kalen Mond. Is that his name? Mond. Kellen Mond. Kellen yeah, Mond, the quarterback. Did I call him Kalen. Kalen. Yeah. That was weird. Kaelin. From Texas A and M. I was just speaking Southern. Yeah. I'm a Southern gentleman. <laughs> Kalen Mond. Are you from Winterville. <laughs> Kalen Mond was down in Texas A and M. I want to say. There's that ball. Uh, I had a, a cousin in College Station. Kalen Mond signed with the Indianapolis Colts, not Holton Ellis. Alice. Thank you for that update, Emma. I was also going to mention, you guys were talking about how Trey Turner hasn't scored a home run in over a month. And he so. hasn't scored a home run? God, that made he me hasn't cringe. Hit a home run. He hasn't done one of them home runs. Uh, so, you know how he's due for one. And I looked up his stats uh, against the Braves in the postseason. He's never hit one. God. Until tonight. He's got to stop doing this. I'm sorry, but he has never Second hit one against the, the Braves. Game. You know, there was the a Wednesday. Pitch. And it's a deep fly ball. There's a Wednesday playoff game deciding game and i was so excited i think it started at either five or six yeah, we're talking about the cardinals I was, I was so excited to get the aj's for sports trivia the and watch Fult- it by the, the mike fulton game by the time i got there it was seven to nothing in the first inning yeah. uh was that Foldy's last stand was that, that his was last it? yeah that was it oh man he gone i liked Foldy, but boy did he leave on a sour note yeah all right let's take a break we'll come back that was all braves talk which it should be. It's a huge game today. It is. Five uh, o'clock. I was listening to uh, Pick Central earlier today, another show, and they were saying how this is like the only good series of these playoffs so far. Which, unless the Dodgers win tonight. Has it been that good, though? I mean, yeah, those last two innings were great, but game one was bleh. I think game one, if you were a Phillies fan, you were still on edge for a lot of that game. Yeah. Yeah, when they had first and third and one out. Okay, fine. The whole playoffs have sucked. Is that better, Ken? <laughs> Is that what you want in your world? Everything uh, sucks? I'm Debbie Downer over here, okay? How'd you like the Commander's Bears last Thursday night? One of my favorite sports experiences <laughs> of all time. I loved it. That. Now, that's enough to make a man end it all. That was the worst the worst patrick mason will join us coming up later on to talk about that he's the one that sent me the text at around 6 30 that day that said dick buckus died bears by a million all right so uh we remember garrett short right former yeah, wnct sports oh, anchor yeah. from the chicagoland area he sends me a text at kickoff you want to make a, a wager on this i said bears by three scores <laughs> and what was the final they lost by 20 <coughs> i've been enjoying his titans videos by yeah the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Let's take a break. Covering the Titans. Come back. We're not going to have time to do guest alliance. Maybe we'll just do a few games. When Patrick's here, we got to talk about his fancy soup. Soup. I thought he said suit. No, fancy soup. All right. No soup for you. Plus 350 on the Trey Turner bomb. Kind of looks good. (laughs) Oh! Here we go. Here we go, baby. He's going to do a home run. Mike Kelly trying to ride to Virginia in a second, man, after the show. (laughs) Back with you after these words.
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. When you combine State Farm Home and Auto Insurance, you save an average of $889. State Farm Agent Timothy Sawyer is ready to help you combine home and auto and save right here in Greenville. Call 493-0002. Like a good neighbor, State Farm and Timothy Sawyer is there. And it's only 20 days away until Halloween and the largest selection of masks, decor, and more for adults and kids is at Halloween Express. They're right next to Target. What are you going to be this Halloween? Get to Greenville's premier Halloween superstore, Halloween Express, and get shopping today. They're open seven days a week, and they are owned and operated by Lisa and Clay Cartwright. Cartwright, I should say. Sorry, Lisa. And uh, they are celebrating 25 years in business as Greenville's local Halloween superstore. Now let's head back in to a PRL. Here's Clip. Shirley, that was perfection. Welcome back into the show. We are just about out of time with Ken Watlington. So long. I mean, it went fast. Um, Quick trivia question. Oh, boy. And this, uh, the tune we were just hearing, Give Me Three Steps, Ronnie Van Zant was cutting a rug with a girl named what? Linda Lou. That is correct. Well done, Chandler. Wow. You're the man. Girl named Linda Lou. Folks, I got man. I got awful, awful news. This is the first time. I usually try to wait till Wednesday to really take a, a deep dive gander into the NFL slate. We got NFC East on a Sunday night and Monday night. And so both games involve the Cowboys, because that's No, no kid. <laughs> Sunday night. The G-Man. Let's go, G-Man. Stink. On the road at Buffalo. Oh, brother. Guess these that guys line. stink. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a nine and a half, Buffalo. I'm going higher than that. I'm going 12 and a half. Can you take me higher? <laughs> 14 and a half. 14. Wow. Can you take me? My lock of the week this week? Whoever Washington's playing. I called this one last Thursday, Chandler, remember? While we were watching the Bears. The Commanders. The Commanders, stone cold locked this week. At Atlanta? Yep. Ron Rivera lost three in a row. This he, is where Ron loves the big. <laughs> Ron yeah. loves his his big old ham hocks to be on fire. If he's sitting on a cool chair. I'm a ham man. He's going to lose the game. <laughs> if his arse butt cheeks are, are a little to- red hot, got a little smoke coming off of them. He's ready to go. They're going to win a game. They are going to beat the Falcons this week. So the like his mentality, Ron Rivera after that game, as the clock's k- ticking down against the Bears, it's that basketball meme of the basketball player on the bench going. Yeah, like, first he, of all, he's hold going, on, don't say anything. That basketball, that player. basketball player, Scotty Pippen. Oh, I can't remember who it is. <sighs> who was it? It's I can't a, remember. It's Alonzo Mourning. Alonzo Mourning. I couldn't remember who it was. Do you know who Alonzo Mourning's youth football coach was? Um, I'm just going to take a stab at it and say Tom Hanks. Brian Bailey. <laughs> what? Okay. No joke. This ain't true. This is true. Wait. Is Brian it from... Bailey coached Alonzo Mourning in Pee Wee football. I've never heard that. 
Was he seven foot tall yeah. as a peewee kid? <laughs> he said, Bailey said he tried to keep him in football. He's like, no, nah, I'm going to play basketball. <coughs> Stupid decision. Yeah. Bailey was probably going, you want to intern for me? Maybe I have that, that entire story wrong, but I, I, I think that's 92% sure. I'll ask him when I get back to the station. All right. Uh, I will ask him next time I see him because I don't remember ever hearing that one before. Um, meme idea. Is Brian Bailey a good guy? And you got Alonzo Morning on the bench going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, what's the line between the Panthers and Dolphins in Miami? Uh, higher than the Bills and Giants. <laughs> no, I think uh, it's a little bit less. Tw- I'm going to go to 12 and a half. I was going to go 11. I bet it's probably like two touchdowns, 14. 13 and a half. There it is. For the Miami Dolphins. Ken, can the Pirates get a win on Thursday night? Can they? Yes. Will they? Will they? Debatable. Let's debate. Uh, I say probably not. I say they probably will. Well, there we go. I say what they a debate. Will. <laughs> and tell me why. Because they're going to shoot their shot. Tony Kirkpatrick said as much. They're going to open it up. He didn't yeah. say this, but they are going to do something they haven't done all year, which is go look, down the field, look good offensively, spice things up. We know they're going to look good because those new uniforms look really, really nice. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's all I got. Oh, okay. I thought there was more. <laughs> That's all I got. But that was it. End of sentence. Ken, when can we see you on television? You can see me in about an hour. WNCT 9 News at 5, 5.30 and 6. We got some crazy stories today, including a balloon race that ended uh, at Camp Lejeune, and they shouldn't have been there. Oh, no. Yeah. They but, didn't shoot them out of the sky. Uh, well, I think there was some debate. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm interested but, uh, in that one. A wow. wild story out of uh, Oslo County about a hot air balloon race. And what are we looking forward to Friday night for Touchdown Friday? Touchdown Friday game of the week. Uh, actually, it might change because there's some breaking news this afternoon. New Bern has oh, now yeah. been told they have to forfeit their first five wins of this season. So the Bears are now two and six. Uh, but they come to town to take on J.H. Rose. That was going to be our game of the week. Uh, Rose, uh, after that slow, was one and four start. They're a little bit better lately. Got the win last week over Conley. And. Uh, so, uh, yeah, New Bern, uh, J.H. Rose highlights our slates. Ken, enjoyed it, man. Go yes, Braves. Yes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> nah, and, I, love, uh, I love the Braves, man. We, uh, You are gone next week. Correct. Depending on what happens with this baseball thing, we might lob you a phone call. Okay. Or we may just... I, uh, I might be on a plane, but... Oh, well, you might. We'll lob the call if you don't answer. That's fine. <laughs> I'll just leave you. I'll a, see who this is. I'll leave you a long voice message. Uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks. I appreciate right. it, guys. All right, Ken Wallington, WNCT Channel Nine. We'll take a break. Come back. David Glenn joins us on the Halloween Express Live Line when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Down on Main Street, Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go. Join Down on Main Street every Wednesday for half-price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Thinking about takeout tonight? Familia can make everything real easy for you with a great selection of Italian food and more. Visit FamiliaNC.com to see the full menu featuring pizzas, pastas, salads, and homemade desserts. Place your order online or call 689-6330 and Familia will have your order ready in their convenient drive-thru window for pickup. 
finish up a busy day with a great dinner for yourself or your family from Familia. Familia on Fire Tower Road near Pitt Community College. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Hi, back with you, Pirate Radio Live. We've got the rest of today's show. And then on Thursday, no Pirate Radio Live because we will be on the air at 3.30 for the Bud Light pregame tailgate, taking you up to the 7.30 kickoff East Carolina SMU. And we're with you after the game on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show coming up Thursday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Head on out to tiebreakers at Bell's Fort. Get you a nice lunch. Great options there. And while you're there, You'll have a chance to win four free tickets to ECU-SMU. You can get a free Starry Painted Black shirt. Really cool logo on the back. Be great for a blackout game coming up at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium Thursday night. And a free Carolina Caliber treasure towel. These are fun to have. Nice little keepsake and cool to take to a game. Wave it around. Uh, also, DG, David Glenn, and the Pirate Radio crew will be hanging out. That'll all be going on Thursday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Tiebreakers at Bell's Fork. So I uh, hope that uh, you will be ready to go on Thursday. And then we're with you coming up later that afternoon at 3.30. We'll have Jason Nichols, Marcus Crandall, uh, the normal pregame crew, uh, BB, Brian North, and the gang uh, all coming up. We'll have our fantasy picks. You'll hear from the coordinators, the head coaches, the uh, play-by-play voice of SMU, Rich Phillips, and everything in between. So a uh, big show on tap for Thursday. But uh, as I said, before that gets underway, we hope you come check us out at Tiebreakers, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., the Tiebreakers at Bells Fork. DG will be there, and DG joins us on the Halloween Express live line. David, how you doing today, man? I am doing great, Cliff. It's always fun to be with you. Yes, sir. And going to be a fun Thursday as well. Things get going at tiebreakers early in the day and then a uh, nightcap at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium, East Carolina, trying to pick up their first win in conference play. David, they're trying to pick up their first win over an FBS opponent in 2023. It has been tough sledding for these Pirates and a tough opponent coming up in the form of SMU on Thursday night. So uh, East Carolina trying to right the ship here as uh, you're starting to run out of games if you want to get to bowl eligibility and have a successful season. Yeah, that's the challenge for Mike Houston in year five. And and as we've discussed in the past, if you're in these circumstances in year one or year two, everybody gives you the benefit of the doubt, or almost everybody. By year five, you're supposed to have more of your ducks in a row. And the challenge tomorrow, although I'm excited to include this game on my tailgate tour because I would never skip a whole season in Greenville, uh, some people believe SMU is the best team in the American Athletic Conference. Um, you know, some say Tulane, some say Memphis. Who knows? We'll see. There's a long way to go. But at the very least, the Mustangs are a pretty good team. And the Pirates have been among the worst teams on offense in the entire FBS ranks. If you take away their defensive touchdowns, the Pirates are averaging about 12 points per game, which is about as bad as it gets offensively. So that has to improve. I know they've shuffled the offensive line. They've found some young skill players. Obviously, Alex Flynn has been in for Mason Garcia. But uh, they need more cylinders to start clicking, or they're not going to have a chance to beat SMU. And, And I think even those guys in that locker room know it. David Glenn joining us on the Halloween Express live line. David, uh, we take calls after 
the games uh, on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call-In Show. Uh, sometimes that is two, three hours of people venting, and that's what we're here for. And we hear fans complain about coaches, and and we also uh, see that on social media. And David, we're not seeing what ads and administrators and those people have to say about coaches. All we can see is the fans' point of view, and I bring that up because there are a lot of uh, a lot of fans upset over at uh, at the App State head coach Sean Clark after the loss last night to Coastal Carolina. Now, from an East Carolina perspective, all I've seen the last couple of years from App State is two wins over ECU, a win at Texas A&M, two epic battles with North Carolina, and I haven't seen everything in between that, which is conference play and them maybe not meeting expectations, but uh, are fans right to be upset with what Sean Clark uh, is doing there at App State? Was it just reactionary because of the loss to maybe a down Coastal Carolina team last Last night, what's your take on Clark and App State, and uh, and what's going on there? I think it's fair to be restless, and I say that as someone who likes and admires and respects Sean Clark and has gotten to know him a little bit. Uh, just candidly, at a place like App State, and you would know the ECU version of this snapshot uh, better than I. But App State, like ECU, is a football-driven athletic department. There's no doubt about it. There are other good sports on campus but it starts with football. And at App State, I believe the number is there has only been one or two non-winning seasons in the last 30 years at App State. Sean Clark has one of those, and that was last year when he went 6-6. Six and six. So bowl game in his first full year, bowl game in his second full year, uh, he inherited a pretty good team from his predecessors and then drops all the way to 6-6. Six and six. If Sean Clark hadn't gone six and six last year, and this was his sort of, you know, rough and tumble, unpredictable, lose some close games year and, and maybe fall to six and six, if this was the first time, Sean Clark's job would not be in jeopardy. But because they're at state, because they're a three time national champion, because they made that leap to FBS, and they immediately became, under Scott Satterfield and Eli Drinkwitz, now at Cincinnati and Missouri, one of the best teams in the Sun Belt Conference at the FBS level. And then Sean Clark is the guy on watch as they kind of crashed back to earth last year. And then we'll see how it plays out this year. Obviously, if you finish 9-3 and three somehow, you, you keep your job. If you finish 6-6 six and six for the second year in a row, all bets are off. So that's the snapshot in Boone. Um, it's not a fun time of the year when we talk about coaches' hot seats uh, at any school, but that's the reality right now in part clip because uh, obviously the dollars are bigger than ever. What these coaches are getting paid is bigger, are, is bigger than ever. And because of the transfer portal, these athletic directors tend, generally speaking, to have less patience than they used to because even if you have some roster issues, the transfer portal theoretically lets you fill those holes a little bit more quickly. So uh, it all adds up to, you know, th- this is why these guys get paid the big bucks, man. The upside is when you get your, you cash your checks. The downside is there's more pressure to win than ever. And there's sometimes a shorter amount of years to win than ever in college sports history. 
David Glenn joining us, Halloween Express Live Line. Uh, let's talk about some other teams in the state, David, and a big one going on Saturday night in Chapel Hill. North Carolina trying to remain undefeated. Miami trying to bounce back from one of the worst losses you can fathom in college football history the other night when they decided not to take a knee, ran the ball, fumble. Georgia Tech hits one over the top and somehow escapes with a victory down uh, at Miami. So how does Miami bounce back? back and mac brown uh is this a special season uh for north carolina once again five and oh we talked about it with mac mccarthy yesterday louisville florida state uh and north carolina i believe all don't play one another so you're still sitting there with a scenario where they're all undefeated at the end of the year now a lot of football left to go before that but north carolina in the discussion right now because they do not have a blemish on the resume yeah, that's true, Clip. And one one thing to add to that snapshot is that Clemson already has two conference losses. Yeah. So that means everybody else knows that, you know, 8-0 obviously gets you into an ACC title game. But everybody knows that if you go 7-1, and odds are you're going to be in the ACC title game, right? Florida State's in the pole position. I think the Seminoles are the best team. They already went to Death Valley and, and beat Clemson head-to-head. But you do have six and and0 Louisville. You do have five and and0 Carolina. You do have four and one Miami, and an even four and one Duke among others, thinking that they can be in Charlotte for that ACC title game. In terms of the Tar Heel uh, Hurricane matchup, that is two of the guys at quarterback playing the highest caliber of football in the ACC right now at that position. Drake May obviously doesn't have the numbers he had last year, but he's still going to be a high first round NFL draft pick assuming good health, and he still has really good efficiency ratings, in some categories even better than last year. And a guy named Tyler Van Dyke, who was good two years ago for Miami, not as good at all last year, is playing probably the best football of his college career for the Hurricanes. So I think they are two of the four or five best teams in the ACC going head-to-head. And I do think the Tar Heels have... It could be the best Carolina team since Mac Brown left for Texas way back in 1997. I don't mean that they're going to play in the college football playoff. I do mean that the Heels have a legitimate shot at making the ACC title game because it's not just Drake May and a, and a pretty productive offense. The Heels are way better on defense than they were a year ago, and that'll make them a slight favorite against the Hurricanes and really a favorite against most of their remaining regular season schedule. Another one coming up Saturday night in Durham, NC State at Duke. And I'm looking at ESPN's college football page, David, just to look at the schedule. And it it has the leading passers and rushers going into the game. And for this game in particular, it has your leading passer, Brendan Armstrong, leading rusher, Riley Leonard. And my question is, will we see either one of them on the field on Saturday night? <laughs> yeah, um... That's a great question, and I have not seen, I don't believe Duke has provided any definitive updates on Riley Leonard other than listing him day-to-day. He's a difference maker. I mean, predicting this game is very hard without knowing whether Riley Leonard is going to play because his backup is a redshirt freshman named Henry Beelan IV that the Duke coaches say good things about, and he's another, like Riley Leonard, he's a David Cutcliffe signee. Um, but asking a redshirt freshman to beat NC State, I think, would be too tall of a task. The Wolfpack have a very good defense. 
I know they just gave up a, a bunch of points to Marshall, but overall that state defense has been fantastic this year. And MJ Morris has taken over the starting QB duties for the pack uh, because Brennan Armstrong, the Virginia transfer, just could not get it going. I mean, state had offensive issues, not quite as bad, but similar to ECU's offensive issues. Problems on the line, not enough skill production, and the quarterbacks themselves. So MJ Morris stepped up against Marshall. Uh, he's not yet an elite quarterback. Um, if it's if it's MJ Morris against Riley Leonard's backup, I think the Wolfpack's going to win the game. If Duke is at full strength, uh, then I think Duke wins the game. So I, I know that's kind of skirting the issue. But that, that's the bottom line. Riley Leonard is that much of a difference maker, as he showed in Duke's win over Clemson. He can run it. He can throw it. He's smart. He's experienced. Uh, it, it's, it's just a different ball game entirely if the Blue Devils have to go to the young backup. David Glenn joining us. Halloween Express, live line. Hurricanes getting their season underway tonight, DG. We talked to Mike Maniscalco Monday on the show, and I brought it up with Mike as a Braves fan, and and as I was, I'm just thinking about this. Are you a Phillies guy, DG? I am. Okay. Uh, Maybe we'll hit on that in a moment, but as a Braves fan, uh, it just became in the 90s, and we've circled back to that again, World Series or bust, and you almost don't care what happens in the regular season, and I hate that it's that way, but I just use the term victim of your own success. Is is there some of that with the Hurricanes now? You're going to enjoy the journey, of course, but for the Caniacs, it's like, all right, what are we going to do next spring, next early summer, right? Yeah, it's a weird feeling right now because I've never seen more preseason optimism surrounding the Carolina Hurricanes, Um, and yet you're the hunted now. People know how good you are. You've been in the playoffs five straight years, right? Your head coach, Rod Brindamore, is a universally respected guy. Free agents are even choosing to come to the Hurricanes, even if the money is just as good or slightly better somewhere else. Uh, this is as stacked a Canes team as I've seen, and it's not just my opinion or my buddy Mike Maniscalco's opinion. The wise guys in Vegas, meaning all the sports gambling websites, have either the Canes' number one, the preseason favorite to win the Stanley Cup, or on an extremely short list of, of the, you know, the one or two or three favorites to win the Stanley Cup. I don't believe that's happened in the history of the Hartford Whalers slash Carolina Hurricanes franchise, which has been around for a long time. So it's, it's uncharted territory in that regard. You know, in hockey, like many sports, you better stay healthy if you're going to realize those preseason expectations. But beyond good health, I do think the Canes have everything they could possibly need to have one of the best seasons in franchise history. David Glenn joining us, DG. Uh, Citizens Bank is going to be rocking less than an hour from now. Braves get the uh, dramatic comeback in Game 2 where they were pretty much lifeless uh, up until that point. Zach Wheeler and the Phillies pitching had held them down. So uh, how are you feeling right now heading into this Game 3 coming up? Cautiously optimistic. That's about as intense a postseason environment as I've ever seen in any sport, meaning my my original hometown of Philadelphia. Uh, those fans sometimes get a bad reputation, occasionally deservedly so, but they can also be passionate and loud in all the right ways um, and deservedly so with that reputation too. So it's going to be hard for the Braves to go in there and win um, and even get this series back to Atlanta. Um, but the Braves won more games than anybody in baseball for a lot of different reasons. I don't know if the Braves are quite as good as the team that led the MLB in wins this year. 
Um, and obviously the Philly split in Atlanta has a lot of those Phillies fans hoping that, that they can just win this in four games. Um, so I'd say, again, cautious, cautiously optimistic. I think these two teams may have the best chance to win the World Series. Yeah. So the, the survivor of this, uh, I'll, I will not be at all surprised if they go on and claim the biggest prize. David Glenn joining us. DG, going to be a fun Thursday. Been talking about it all week. Coming up 11 to 1, uh, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Thursday. Tiebreakers at Bell's Fork. We've got these awesome starry painted black t-shirts uh, that will be given away. Also, a free Carolina Caliber treasure towel. Uh, you will have a chance to win four free tickets to ECU SMU. And DG and the Pirate Radio crew will be there. So uh, that'll start off a big Thursday, David. I will bring some David Glenn Show t-shirts, too, just in case anybody wants uh, a couple of those. I'll try to bring multiple sizes. And, of course, it's always great to see you guys. I still have all my pirate radio t-shirts from, uh, heck, we've been partners in various ways for over a decade, it feels like. So I'm looking forward to seeing y'all. I'm actually using your offices clip as my home away from home tomorrow in between our lunch at Tiebreakers and uh, our tailgate tour next to uh, next to Dowdy Fitplin Stadium tomorrow night. We're, we'll be out there from four to seven, I believe, in that area, uh, right there next to the pirate uh, the pirate radio tents. So uh, awesome. forward to seeing everybody, and I appreciate you guys uh, supporting me as you have for a long, long time. Yeah, we'll be happy to have you. Depending on what happens in Braves Phillies, we may need to stay separated from one another, but we'll uh, we'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, before you go, DG, a uh, couple of messages here on YouTube. Jansen said DG is the man, one of the best in the business. Uh, Eric is asking how the lovely and talented Maria has been doing. You can answer that one real quick, David. That is very kind of to ask. Uh, she's fantastic. She, okay. she created her own, uh, she calls it an executive coaching company. So she deals with CEOs and, and other business owners and uh, coaches them up. And she's she's turned it into a very successful business. So our kids are grown now. Anthony is an ECU proud graduate, of course. My daughter Avery is a senior at App State. So there's a lot more husband-wife time. Um, not It's good from my perspective. I can't speak for Maria. But she's uh, she's doing great personally and professionally, and I appreciate them asking about that. And Ryan says, I used to do a delivery in Greenville while in college. DG was my saving grace during those long days in the car. Love when he had on Ruffin McNeil and David Cutcliffe. So, DG, when you uh, do what we do, you see it's a lot of negativity out there, but uh, a lot of positivity as well. So uh, some nice messages being passed along your way. Hey, man, I've always said that the good makes up for the bad, right? No doubt. I've been attacked, filleted, accused, <laughs> slandered, libeled like everybody else in this crazy industry. So uh, I have that Philly thick skin, but I do admit that if I did not have connections with people, just, just human connections, people who said, hey, man, you just make my day a little nicer. I listen to you for some chunk of whatever, three hours a day or five days a week or, you know, now my website and podcast. Uh, it means a lot when I hear things like that, even at this late stage of my career. So thanks to Pirate Nation in all sincerity because um, it, it just feels like this is there. you all are one of the parts of the state that has always kind of been in my corner. And, and actually I'm looking forward to visiting many of the, the Pirate Nation fans that I've known for many years if I have some time to run around Dowdy Ficklin Stadium, which I think I will in the hours leading up to that game against SMG. Good stuff, DG. Thanks for joining us, man. We'll see you tomorrow. Big day here in Greenville. We're looking forward to it. 
Thanks, Cliff. Right back at you, Matt. All right, there is David Glenn joining us. Halloween Express Live Line, Halloween Express. Right next to Target is Greenville's premier Halloween superstore, Halloween Express. Get shopping today. Masks, decor, and more for adults, kids, everybody in between. Let's take a break. When we return, expecting the arrival of P Mace, Patrick Mason. He'll join us to talk some pirate football and more back with you on a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We'll talk to you in four-ish minutes. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Down on Main Street, Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go. Join Down on Main Street every Wednesday for half-price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Well, keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. And Bud Light reminds Pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Um, Chandler... Chandler's back. Hey, Chandler. Hello. Chan. Nice uh, chat with David Glenn. DG. On the Halloween Express live line, Halloween Express, Greenville's premier Halloween superstore. Superstore. Right next to Target. I was just jotting down the uh, the pecking order here at Pirate Radio. <laughs> and, okay. And uh, yeah. All right. Who would you put here? Uh, I'd probably put Glenn Griffin. Huh. Interesting. No, actually, I tell you what, Shirley, put Shirley there. Put Shirley there. Okay. Go ahead. Ding. Um, I know where I am on the pecking order. Just so you know. Uh, so go ahead and put Shirley. All right. And you can put Glenn. Now I tell you what, after Shirley, put Wes. Okay. Then put Glenn. Okay. Then you can put. Uh, let's look. Uh, B pays. Put B pays there. Okay. <laughs> um. Let's see. Then you can put, hmm, intern Atticus. <laughs> All right. We're done with this. <laughs> okay. You're up here and I'm way down here. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Nobody said that. I get it. Nobody said and that. And I'm fine with that because you know where I used to be on the pecking order? Where? Nowhere. That is true. Nowhere. And guess what? I'm on it. You're pecking. I'm just pecking away. You got your beak out? I used to be nowhere on that order. You'd rather be part of it than, than off it completely, right? That's right. Patrick Mason joins us. How you doing, Patrick? Pete hey, Mace. I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Long time no see. Yeah, that's right. A little bye week uh, action. And, nice. and you said bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell him, Pete Mason. That wasn't good. Yeah. That wasn't good. I absolutely said it. <laughs> Stand by. Yes, yeah. sir. Put your foot down. down. Me and uh, P-Mace hung out in Houston. Well, good for you. We did. What's this guy's problem? I don't know. What'd y'all do? 
Did y'all talk about me? Did y'all miss me? Nope. <laughs> Not even a little. Nah. <laughs> no, I was looking forward to your call. I was, oh, good. I, was, I was excited to hear your voice. No, I heard y'all had a uh, a good time, right? Watching college football? Yeah, it was nice. We actually hung out like people who don't have to work college football. We got to see what they do. Yeah. It was nice. Texas and Kansas was on the screen. Watch that. That looked like a pretty good game until it wasn't. Um, can't remember the other games going on that day. Oregon State and Oregon, maybe? It doesn't matter. We hung out, had a good time. Pirates lost, though. That they did, and they are doing that too much for my liking this year. They Patrick, uh, they're trying to write that ship coming up on Thursday, and like gentlemen uh, y'all's ages, uh, Donnie Kirkpatrick said they're going to shoot their shot. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I saw that or listened to that, and uh, I'm actually very curious to see what that means. <laughs> what is shooting I, your shot? I wonder if they just said, to heck with it, let's just break out everything we got and we're going to sling the ball all over the place but I don't know if they can do that I don't even know if that's what he was meaning when they do that I'm very curious to see what that means here's what I think it means first and ten ball at the 25 Rajay two yard two and a half yard game you really think that yeah well they've been shooting their shot all year then if that's <laughs> the case uh yeah I don't and, and SMU these aren't your, at least right now, numbers-wise, and the way they've played, not your traditional SMU, let's score 50 and win 50-47. to 47. They've been playing, playing a little defense this year. Yeah, they've been playing some defense, and they've been scoring points. So they've, they've been doing what they usually do, score a lot of points, and they've been keeping teams from doing that. They're, they're a team where I feel like there's a lot of guys that can beat you like from, from their offensive standpoint. And I think a lot of these teams that ECU has played in the past, it's like you're able to circle one or two guys and say, "All right, we gotta we gotta stop this." Like at Rice, you know, it's like don't let Luke McCaffrey catch the ball, and they did a good job of that. But now it's like you can't just you can't just bracket someone all game. There, there's some multiple guys that'll beat you. Who is the opposing defense saying that for East Carolina's offense? You know, I think for a while it, it wasn't anybody. I, I think maybe it was, hey, let's not let Roger Harris run hard or something. And now maybe I think maybe right now it's probably Javius Bond. I think they're very uh, teams are probably aware of that screen game, kind of getting the ball him into space. But otherwise, I don't, I don't know what or who scares um, who scares opposing defenses. I know Chase Sewell has played. I, I has think played it's going to really be well. a big game for him. Like, how does he respond to his like? I don't know. I don't know if you would call that a breakout game, but that two point conversion catch it was big time. It reminded me of uh, Little Big League. Remember? Was that where? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. All right, so. The manager's favorite player is the old first baseman. Uh-huh. And he gets a CNI single through the right side and he's going crazy in the dugout. And the the assistant coach, uh, whatever, hitting coach is like, Do you think getting that excited about a, a base hit tells you <laughs> that this guy's about done? But that's how I felt like Soel made that catch. I'm like, Yes, we right. made a play. And it was a contested ball. Yes. Like it was he boxed the dude out. He went and got it. I mean, it was awesome. And I see a million of those plays every weekend. Across the country. But I haven't seen ECU make those plays. Yeah. So it got me excited and I just hope we can see more of it. Seven catches, eighty eight yards for Soel. That's a big okay. game. And, and that doesn't include the, the contested two point combo. A couple notes there real or real quick. Like he had ten targets, which was by far the most of any player on either team. So they were clearly looking for him. Mm. I don't know if they saw some sort of matchup, but they were like maybe he was hot and they're saying, You're our guy right now. you you can catch a ball, you know, run around. I mean, some some of these basic things, but they were definitely going for him. Also, 
Chase Sowell was the first receiver. I know it wasn't a touchdown, but to catch a ball in the end zone. <laughs> so um, the yes. seal is kind of broken. Yeah, so it's definitely cracked. You know, like that water bottle. You kind of start it for someone, and maybe someone else finishes opening it. So I'm hoping that that sort of just leads to some, you know, positive happenings, positive uh, instances where receivers find their way into the end zone with the football. How tight are your water bottles? Sometimes really tight. It's kind of difficult. I've been there. Yeah. Some of them fight back on Like a pickle jar, maybe. Yeah. But I don't know. That, I don't know. So let's kind of go back to your question. Maybe, maybe Chase, I I mean, teams, he's not going to be able to sneak up on anyone. I don't even know if you can say he snuck up on Chase, but, um, but I'm just saying like, they're going to be aware of him in the passing game. And I think my, my thing, if I'm a defensive coordinator for an opponent, I think Javius Bond, don't let him get the ball in space. And I, I think you're fine. How many touches does East Carolina need to get for Bond? A game. I want to see him get like 10. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to see him get double digits and just find different ways to get him the ball. Because he is, I mean, he's got that burst. If he's got a little wiggle room, he's going to make a play. So you know I what I want to see, see that. that we're not going to ever see? A uh, running back screen to Javius Bond because he screwed up the first one. Because he's too fast. And he now like, they're not going to go back to it. <laughs> yeah. But so in the bye week, my whole, my whole thing when I'm thinking about this game is like they talk about they you know went through volumes and volumes of tape they're looking at everything I'm just really curious of like what there is to clean up and how how they can clean that up so for instance like that Javius Bond screen where he kind of leaks out too quick the the tackle can't get up there and you know they didn't block it properly I wonder is that something where you keep it in the book and say this is an awesome play I hope we, so. we just gotta like refine this a little bit and if that's the case that, that's awesome and maybe ECU is a little bit closer than we thought if they can just refine some things um, but at the same time you know you've been practicing this for you know all summer so. I know do we at some point you just you don't have the yeah, the parts. I, right, and that's that might be the more scary option, I guess, when you look at all this and say, all right, we've looked at everything, and we still, I don't know what to do. So, And it kind of stinks when you're, at this point, it feels like past basketball seasons my entire life where I want to get excited about what else is going on in the conference and the standings, but it doesn't matter because you're not a factor in it. So it's like, why even look? But like Tulane-Memphis is a big game this weekend and kind of keeping an eye on UTSA. Can they bounce back after a slow start? But like at the end of the day, everything... Like even when we talked to Rich Phillips, the play-by-play voice at SMU, I'm somewhat curious as to what they have, but does it matter? Like it's all about us. Can we get out of our own way? That's kind of how I feel about this season so far. Javius Bond carries this year. He goes from four to six to two to nine, and then the last game, seven carries. How about catches? Did um, he have catches for last game? Did he have any? Let's see. The catches from last game, he had none. Yeah. So, yeah, and that's the thing. It's like if you, if you can split up his carries and reception, that's fine. I just want to see him get the ball like at least 10 times. Find a way to get him the ball. Um, I think part of the reason why you, you mentioned his carry numbers, you know, two, four, some of those in there. I mean, they were running with three guys sometimes, and I think that's too crowded of a backfield. The two carries, uh, the game there, he only had two carries was the App State game. Did Gunn play last game? No. Okay. Uh, uh, no, I, I don't think Marlon Gunn played. Who got the uh, – what were the carries numbers, Chandler? If you can pull those up on the UBE stat sheet one more time for us. All right, in the ECU-Rice game when it comes to rushing, Javius Bond had seven carries for 72 yards. Rajay had 15 carries for 46. Um, and then Kamara Evan, Edmonds only had two okay. carries for seven. So no gun. So no gun there. You just wonder what it's going to look like when he's 100% healthy, maybe – 
yeah, Edmonds doesn't get back on. I don't know. Yeah, there's a yeah. I think Edmonds is probably the, the odd man out here. But there's still when you got three guys like that, it's still a lot of mouths to feed. Um, I mean, Rajay has you know he he scores. He's scoring right now. I mean, I know he's not the most explosive big play guy, but he's he's finding the end zone. So that that's a guy you got to give the ball to. And I think Javis Bond is your biggest like big play upside at the moment. Besides, you know, Josiah Hatfields has some big catches downfield, but like maybe he'll get one or two a game. Um, but I think Javius Bond is that that guy. What do you think the quarterback plan looks like for Thursday? Uh, probably Alex Flynn. I've heard a move, uh, and I've seen it on social media and and even heard it on this show, that at this point, maybe see what you got in Mason just for <laughs> for not just this year, but you're trying to win games, but do you have a guy for next year? Are you going to have to go to the portal and find your next starting quarterback? So I've seen, and it's not really a knock on Flynn or a, you know, Mason deserves to start. It's just a hey, let's see what we got type of thing. I, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't have to make the decision. I'm glad I don't. But at this point, I don't know what you do. Yeah, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna have to wait a little bit, um, at least a couple more weeks. I think the coaching staff has a, a little bit more time before pulling that plug. But yeah, eventually, I think you do have to just kind of look and see what you got. I mean, there's there's gonna become a point where if they if they do keep losing, you're gonna have to start planning ahead a little bit and looking ahead. Um, you know, not necessarily just totally scrapping this year, but you're going to have to start thinking like, all right, like this guy's gone, this guy's gone. Let's try to get this guy some time. Eric says, P. Mace, you know what you do when you have a lot of mouths to feed? Eat soup. Make a big old pot of soup. <laughs> yes. That's right. Eric wants soup talk. All right, we'll do that when we return. More to go with Patrick Mason. Uh, he joins us here inside the Pirate Radio studios. Chan Man, Joey Shirley here on a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We'll have more for you when we return after this. Here at Brown and Wood, we're... You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Down on Main Street, Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go. Join Down on Main Street every Wednesday for half-price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese, biscuits, and country food around. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. And both locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93 ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you on Pirate Radio Live. Eric won't say... Oh, Eric, you messed it up, buddy. He wants a Chip Carry ad read for the Halloween Express Superstore as it would air on the Superstation. I don't do Chip Carry. I do Skip Carry. (laughs) Uh, But I do not do Chip Carry. So, Eric, if you would... uh, kindly ask me again and maybe use a different name i I might just do that for you uh last thursday at 6 37 p.m patrick mason sent me a text that said dick butkus died bears by a million i responded by saying some uh you can't say that one one word 
very elongated one word. It had two, four, it had like seven U's in it. Yep. But I mean, that was it. That was the Good game call. right there. Did you have uh, some sense that something was going down after old Dick Butkus? Did you did you sort of feel it in the air? Yeah, that the he, Bears he were, told were coming. Yeah, we I watched the game with him at AJ's, and he said, "Yeah, like Dick Buckus is dead. This is." It's like good. if we don't sacrifice John Riggins right now. Yeah, that's what I mean. You guys got to one up somehow, <laughs> you know. I mean, if, if Doug, Doug, Williams, Doug Williams, Williams is gone, if Joe Gibbs makes it through this game, we're done. Dan Snyder would not be enough sacrifice, <laughs> but it would be warranted. Um. Mm. So yeah. You just can't win games like that. No, you can't. You know, Dick Buckus is out there playing as the twelfth man. You know, who you know does Justin Fields play for next year? Uh you know that, that's a really really good question. I, I think the Bears want it to be him, but if they get the first pick with the Panthers, they get, you got to go Caleb Williams. Um, so I don't I don't know. I, it's I like how you're question. saying that they won't have their own first pick. Right. It's well, going to be the Panthers if yeah. it's anybody. Yeah, I think it has to be. The Panthers are brutal, like, yeah, objectively. Patrick, They're terrible. Yeah. So, which, it's, it's awesome. Like, I'm, I'm, like, rooting for Panthers' losses <laughs> while also watching a bad football team. I wish I could root for Panthers' losses so we can get <laughs> yeah. the first overall pick, That's how I was. Can. That's how I was with the Bears last year. I was like, at this point, if you win, I'm going to be upset. But now, like, so I'm at this point in the year, in the beginning of the football year, I, I can't get behind rooting for losses yet. Like, I, they were, what, 0-3 or 0-4? And, um, and I'm like, I, I know they stink. I know we could potentially have 1-2 draft picks next year. That's all fun, but I'm not there yet where I'm just rooting for losses. Sometimes I don't know how far down a team is. Like, if the Panthers do pull out a win one week, like, maybe everything will be okay. You can take a deep breath, all is well. But those everything just piles up when you lose. So, you, like Jamie says, Frank Reich may be in trouble with the owner. I, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I, I saw those I comments. I guess he's talking about you know the meetings have not been fun. Well, no crap, they haven't been fun. They've been they're zero and five, and I mean I, I, I guess I, they meet every week, and I think Frank Reich said they meet multiple times a week. That's and of probably, course, it's not been yeah, a fun conversation. That sounds like a very hands on owner, and and he is very hands on, and I think there is a disconnect. <laughs> <laughs> I think there is a disconnect somewhere, and it's uh, it's not good. You also had Hurst, Hayden Hurst, right? Yeah. Say something about effort and wants to see more effort, effort from his teammates. This yeah. is what happens on bad football teams. Uh, it's bad spiraling. Teams, and it's right? already happening. Yeah. And, like, so, for instance, the Bears, that thing was spiraling. You know, the de- defensive coordinator quit. I mean, all the – Whatever happened with that guy, by the way? I don't – you know, I don't know. There's more to that story coming out. Yeah. And then Fields had his coaching comment. Right. So, like, for instance, like, the Bears, like, it was like, man, the sky is falling. This is horrible. And then they win one game, and, like, the rest of Chicago's like, all right, we're not that bad. We'll figure it out. So, it is like that. It does go like that. You know, one win. Remember how we were talking about ECU after that Gardner-Webb win? It's like, yeah, it's Gardner Webb, but man, like they look good. It feels good to get like, a right, win. I'm, right. I'm just saying, like, it, it, a win just picks up everything. So, you know, next time the Panthers win, it'll be like, all right, you know. Well, the first time. The, <laughs> the first time. Win. Yeah, not the next. The first time. And it won't be this Sunday. Hey, the Bears lost. I, of course, one. it's not going to be this Sunday, but I'll, at the same time, I could see, uh, I can just see it happening where I'm like, oh, okay, you wanted to wait until we play the Dolphins to get the first win of the season. Just the Panthers getting a random. So you're already going to be mad about the win if they win. 
I'll be happy that we won. I mean, I got to be happy. I mean, I would be happy if we lost and we had a first-round pick, but we don't. I know, Chandler, <laughs> but you'll have the first pick of the second round. Yeah, just think about that. The third, 30, 33rd pick. No, we don't have a second rounder either. Oh. That's yikes. gone to McCaffrey. That's in 49er oh. land. So right now, the Panthers We've got a third rounder bad. that we might trade for a receiver probably. Yeah, at that point, just start trading. Get Just amass all the picks you can. Yeah, why do the Panthers want a number one receiver at this point? What is that going to do? Don't ask me. All right, I'm not. But there's more people yeah. in here than just you. I don't know. I, I just I'm not I don't asking. Talk about the Panthers. And nobody's talking talk to you. Them. I'm not talking to you. All right, Eric. I'm going to give you that skip carry ad read. <clears throat> the largest selection of masks, decor, Dale Murphy, and more for adults and kids is at Halloween Express, right next to Target. What are you going to be? Get to Greenville's premier Halloween superstore, Halloween Express, and get shopping today. Open seven days a week. Easy to find right next to Target in Greenville. Celebrating 25 years in business as Greenville's local Halloween superstore. Owned and operated by Lisa and Clay Cartwright right here on the Superstation TBS. Wow. All that, right. That sounded like a cartoon show where like some bit character walks in and has like a, a role and just seals the show a little bit. That, that, was, that, was that, might, have been, that might have been one of your best. That was, Skip that was something. Usually I have to say some Braves names to get into it. That was Supreme. really good. Wow. Andrew Jones. Yeah. Deion Sanders. Get mad about the pitch clock or something. Well, I don't like these new rules. What is up <laughs> with these enlarged bases? <laughs> They're the size of Cinderbox. Good word. Uh, CL says, could you imagine Tepper firing his third coach in six years? Yes. Wait. Has he been? Has Tepper been here for six years? Does that math work? Check out. That sounds about right. I would say 2018. So did he fire Ron? Yeah, he fired Ron when he came here. Fired Matty. That Matt rule didn't work out. 18, 19, 20. 21, 22, 23 is his, th- is his sixth year. And he fired Ron in the mm. 2019 season. Yeah, that, I mean, I would agree with Frank Reich. That's a lot of hands on, a lot of, a lot of stuff going on there by the old, old Tepper. Yeah, and he's already got a lot going on. He's got the soccer team. He's, he's very hands on with a lot of things from Charlotte. Just win. I just see there should be like a propaganda cartoon thing on, in papers of David Tepper with just his hand on the top of the skyline of Charlotte. Because he's got his hands on everything. There you go. You should you should draw that and submit it. Not the Hornets. No, but would you be surprised? Now the Hornets just got new ownership. He's got his hands in the Hornets, too. There's Boxes Trey Turner. Uh, right in the beehive, you might say. Who is the uh, Hornets owner? J. Cole. Who did MJ no. give it up to? Is it just like some group? I mean, no. Or he's a, a partial owner. He's partial, but majority. Uh, it, gosh. Do you think someone's just like driving in their car screaming at it it's this guy speaking of the hornets clip i do <laughs> have Schnall and gabe plotkin ah, they don't sound I, like I real people that sounds like a deli group i was gonna say speaking of the hornets the bleacher report just uh, tweeted out that kai jones has been waived by the hornets oh. bye well, we're gonna wave too see ya we're gonna wave bye, bye. felicia what a maroon i love the terrence ross interaction yeah. where he <laughs> said uh is, is this that, guy there mentally? Is he all there mentally? <laughs> and Kai Jones says, yeah. Look at my uh, he highlights. Even say, I'm yeah. the GOAT. Look, I'm the, he check even, my highlight tape. He doesn't I'm even the say, yeah. He just goes, I'm the greatest of all time. And he says, so no. <laughs> <laughs> so no, you're not all there. Mm. Um, 
the basketball junkies crazy money in GameStop after the press conference with new Rick Schnall and Gabe Plotkin. I'm glad to know they're yeah, basketball junkies. I heard they make a mean roast beef and Swiss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sign me up. <laughs> All right, let's uh, take a break. We'll come back. We'll go uh, another segment with Patrick Mason. We got our buddy Brooks Hill coming up to preview Hurricanes and Senators coming up tonight. Oh, Blackhawks. Yeah, it's Connor, Blackhawks the Bernard Bedard era has begun. There you go. Look out. One and oh. Look out, world. Uh, we'll take a break. Have more for you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go is down on Main Street. Down on Main Street's famous weekday lunch specials are only $7.99. Stop by for the house salad with grilled chicken, the half club sandwich with chips, or everyone's favorite, the fried shrimp plate. After work, down on Main Street is the perfect spot for dinner and drinks on the patio. Join Down on Main every Wednesday for half-price wings from 4 until close. Down on Main Street, on Main Street in historic downtown Washington. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) There it is again. The Braves broadcast just started, and we've already seen Ken Watlington without a beard and also young, fat Cy Seymour. If Cy Seymour was younger and fatter, surely he'd be that guy. (laughs) Oh, my God. He does look like Cy. Who's this guy? That is me. That looks like Cy, if Cy wasn't as energetic as he normally is. (laughs) Oh, man. Laid back, lethargic, fat, young Cy. (laughs) Ah, that was good. We got a chuckle out of that. We have fun. All right, welcome into Hour 3, Pirate Radio Live. Jamie says, question for P-Mace. Jamie's really forcing this soup question in. This is a dumb question. It's not a real question, uh, but I'll ask it anyway. And, well, it's for you, Patrick. Is au jus with a roast beef sandwich considered soup and a sandwich? No. 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 It's just stupid. It's just, yeah, it's like it goes along with your sandwich. It's like a like a sandwich aid, almost. It's not I would, soup. I don't want to say kill a man, but like maybe kind of like y'all did in raleigh that one time for the hurricanes game no we we killed a man in raleigh uh maybe manslaughter a man <laughs> okay for a good a real good french, french dip, dip. Mm. I, I just hadn't had one in a while yeah you it, it's got to be i mean obviously it's got to be good but the sauce has to go with it i love that when that bread gets soggy kind of mm. mm. and usually i don't like soggy bread but with the uh, au jus yeah it works Man. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I don't really like soggy bread, but with that, it works. So, yeah, no no soup. No soup on the, the au jus. Eric says it is a real question. It is a broth. Yeah, but you don't eat it with, like, a spoon. You're not just, like, you, you, don't, you, you, don't, you don't put away your sandwich and then, like, pull the, the cup to you and then just, like, finish it off. Like, y'all, I mean, you could, but I, that's not how you do y'all it. Y'all know what you're doing right now. Yep. You're, you're reaching. I'm going to call you Stretch. Jack because you're reaching. Um... 
And what's the uh, the Chicago beef sandwich or whatever? The beef yeah, it's just called like an Italian beef sandwich. Yeah, like yeah. I want one of them too. That thing's incredible. I got to find a way to, to get you one somehow. Hmm. Like bring it up here. Because sometimes when my parents will visit, though, you can go to the place and buy like a pound of it like frozen. And what you do is you get the, the sauce heated up on the, the stove. You get the sauce then, on the stove. And then you take like up. the slices of the meat and you put it in there. That's how you warm it up. And then you put it right on your sandwich. Mm. Oh, man, it's good. What's beef stroganoff? Stroganoff. Stroganoff. I don't know. Something with noodles or something, right? Yeah, and it's got a um, an interesting ingredient that doesn't sound appealing. Uh, let's see. Beef. Stroganoff. So good stuff, it? Chandler. You should try it. I mean, I like it. Oh, yeah. Sour cream and uh, mushroom gravy type stuff. Hmm. But it is a good dish, a really good dish. I don't know if I've ever had like a real deal one. I've kind of made my own version. Yeah, I've never seen it out like at a restaurant. Only by the I mean, I'm sure frozen it is. Frozen packets. Yeah, I mean, they got the yeah, frozen. Yeah, like the quick heat meal kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's talk food. What are we, uh, what are we having tonight? I'm going to AJ, so... Ooh. Tell you what, the last two times I've got the cheesesteak at AJ's, it has been 10 out of 10. Have you tried it in a wrap? I have. Not a a fan? Um, I'm more of a, uh, I'm a big man, right? Yeah, so you want to add on? So, I just felt like there wasn't enough there for me. Ah, I get that. Yeah. I get that. But it's good. Now, I like uh, cheesesteak in a wrap, but right now I'm feeling hungry, especially after this all you talk. So I think I might go for the full fledged. Give me the bread. Yeah. Give me the give me the everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you go cheesesteak, you just gotta go all in. And I really can't taste much right now, so I'm gonna throw some jalapenos in there to open the senses. Yeah, what are you laughing at? Blast his face as soon as you said you can't taste nothing right now. He said, <laughs> "Oh no." Oh uh, yeah. I'm cool. having crab legs tonight. Snow cluster crab. Legs. Wow. Oh, yeah. made by yourself. Buy me, yes, at the house. Buy me for me, Fubu. What do you do? You yeah. do steam. You? you do oven. Like how, how uh, do you do steam it? Steam yeah. it. Steam so it. He's got what, like a pot of boiling water, yeah. and you put the crab legs over it. Yeah, put a little old bay in there. How do you oh, know yeah. when it's done? That's that's. What, I never cooked them by myself. Uh, I've been around friends who do it. Usually the pot just kind of talks to me. Like, yeah, you yeah. just go. It says, "Hey, Joey, the, the, there crab legs enough. are done." Yeah, crab right. legs. They yell out. Where can I get that pot? Huh? Where can I get a pot that talks to me? Walmart. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty. <laughs> if I wasn't sick, I would have had that. But everything's hitting a few seconds later. So, so I'm I operate be, on, on clip clip rate speed. Right? Guest, be our guest. And the first pitch is a ball outside. Not scared of you, Aaron Nola. Not even a little bit. Watch party for the last hour. Man. Besides Brooks Hill and talking Carolina mm-hmm. Hurricanes and this food food talk we're doing. Ooh. Uh, um, that I had some she crab soup over the weekend. I don't think I've had that before, but it was really good. I don't know what makes it a she crab or a he crab, but the she crab soup is good. I mean, who knows nowadays? That's right. Yeah, you can't be, can't be. Uh, you know, at this point, yeah, you know, you can't be too picky with the, <laughs> Joey. The gender uh, of your food. <laughs> do, you, do you like a male cheesesteak or a female cheesesteak? <laughs> do you dip your crab in butter? Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm. Anything else? But I was going to ask, I, yeah, so that's where I'm kind of stuck at. All I have is I got three clusters. I mean, I feel like that might be enough, but I'm thinking of a little side. What you got? Any Oh, a side I for mean, crab. Yeah, maybe like, like... if you're doing like a boil, maybe like some potatoes or oh, sausage. Coleslaw, maybe? Corn in the curb. Corn on the cob. 
Not, yeah. not coleslaw. Honestly. I was thinking, what do you guys think about Cheddar Bay Biscuits? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I think that'd be an awesome. Because you got to have like some sort of bread, I think, with your, like, you know, the yeah. sloppy butter kind of stuff. And you get the, the biscuit. You know what you're talking about. Yeah. That, that sounds awesome. Uh, let's see. Got a good dinner line. Uh, corn on the cob. By the way, coleslaw is on the list. Yeah. Nice. I just, I just don't think I'm of those I'm not going to sit there and make coleslaw. So, salad, roasted vegetables. No. We don't do veggies. No. But, but n- number one is potatoes. Whether roasted, baked, mashed, or fried, did you see the classic uh, go-to side with crab legs? Did you see the Al Michaels clip floating around last week? He has never knowingly yeah. ate a vegetable. I saw that even yeah. as a kid. I was like, "What? How does your parent not just sneak like a broccoli in there somewhere?" And then someone said, "Like whoever was interviewing him was like, what about like a non-offensive vegetable like a carrot?'" And he's like, "Whoa, whoa, you know, <laughs> that's terrible." But I love that he didn't just say that and let it rest. He was like, "So what I'm saying is, you don't need vegetables to survive." <laughs> yeah, like, he is living proof of an elderly gentleman who has not eaten vegetables. Seems for a Commanders Championship, would you eat only vegetables for vegetables six months? Ooh. You know what? I could. I need to lose some weight anyway. Or just the, the whole, catch. Would it, you be, don't lose would it weight. be worth it? <laughs> I stay fat. <laughs> uh, six months. Wait, but during be, up, would it be right afterward? Because like during up, could you be eating wings and stuff while enjoying no, the no, playoffs? No, no. So it has run? to be throughout the whole season. I was about to say uh, through the season. Yeah. But you're guaranteed they're gonna win it at the end. Mm, yeah. As long if, as you keep that you, vegetable. If you as soon as you true. eat like some chicken, boom, they're losing out the rest of the year. I love. Uh, I could go salads. And just not throw the ham and uh, bacon on it. Yeah, um, chicken, yeah, it'd be tough. I don't so, think clips do celebrating a Super Bowl win, and he's like 120 pounds. I mean, as soon as that <laughs> final whistle blows, you can eat some wings. You know, I might be stuff. a vegetarian at that point. I might not have the taste for red meat or chicken anymore. Mm. Your will to I live. Has I gone. think you'll want some meat. Oh, you'll want some. You think I want some meat? Yeah. I think if that's the scenario, you got to get up with the commanders and be like, guys, if, if we keep this guy vegetables only, we're winning. You know, you got to come up with some sort of deal with the team. I just, I would love to try it. I, I find it hard to eat a meal without meat. You ever get hungry and you're kind of looking through stuff and it's like, oh, I can make this, you know, I can make pasta. Then you're like thinking, well, I don't have any meat to go with it. Or right? yeah. I'm going to make a salad, but I don't have any chicken. Like, And then I get all disappointed and I'm like, I need some meat. P. Mace, would you give up soup for the rest of your life for a Blackhawk Stanley Cup? No. no. <laughs> I would not. <laughs> no way. Soup is way I've already seen three of those in my lifetime, so I'm, I'll take soup. I'm set. All right, White Sox. Uh, just for one championship. Yeah. I don't think so. Oh, he saw one of those. Yeah, but I was like, was I 15 or 14? That's the that's the magic. Yeah, yeah. Hour. I mean, I had, you know, that was the most amazing time for sure. But now I'm like, you know, you start understanding what's going on. And it's like, yikes. So, no, I, I, I like my soup too much. <laughs> I want to get that team figured out. Like, they got to figure it out. Austin Riley get pops down. it up. That's what, that's what I call a line drive base hit for those listening on the radio <laughs> that didn't see it. Uh, so a two-out single for Austin Riley in the first inning, no score on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck, Buck between the Braves and the Phillies. The fight in Phils. Patrick, as a White Sox fan, what is your opinion on the Braves and Phillies as organizations from a like to dislike standpoint? Um, I, I think I really respect how the what the Braves are doing, like and how they did it. Ton of respect. Mm, yeah, yeah. I think ton, ton of respect. Yeah, 
they they consistently win the division, right? That, that's what you ask. If you're a fan, like just just win the division, get just more turns at the wheel to win in the postseason. Yeah, like, but the Braves, Braves have like one of the best teams in baseball, but like when you get to the postseason, it's like small sample size, and you don't know what the heck's gonna happen. So I just want just get there, win good, the division. Good point. Should we have a 162 game postseason to really decide? <laughs> <laughs> I almost like that that Trouble. regular that's season. Tough. That Trouble. regular season that's is such tough. a grind. Like, what are you going to, like, you got to have some sort of reward, I guess, for the regular season winning that thing. Because that you probably are the best team if you have the best record at the end of the regular season. That is like a grind, you know. You Do teams build get team. enough reward? I don't think so. Because, yeah, you, you get what? You get a one more home game for the first series, potentially. Well, let's fix it. it. So how? Like I, I was, I think in I heard somewhere in in Korea. I don't, I don't want to do this by any means, but like the the team who wins like their division or whatever gets like a, a one run lead. Like they get a lead. That's <laughs> like that's sort of their thing. I don't I don't know if you can mess with games like that, but nah. but there there needs to be something more, I guess. But, but I don't know. Cause, I mean, you could do like the wild card and put all the games at home for the number one seed. Yeah, I think I think that would probably be fair because I think you got you got to be rewarded for being the best team over a six month span. That's a grind. That is a long time. You got to have health. You got to have pitching, hitting. I mean, all this sort of stuff. And then like when you get to the postseason, you got you know two hot pitchers potentially, and you're out of it. Come on, get to them right here. Two on, two outs. Marcelo Zuna from the Braves up. Like that's uh, what happened. What? So the Rays got KO'd in two games. The I mean, there's a few teams like Brewers. that. Brewers. Yeah, and you're just like, we played two extra games than the White Sox. <laughs> like, was it worth it? Mm. Mm. All right. Jamie says, who did the Bears play this weekend? Duh, Bears. They the had Bears. the Vikings. Hmm. I think a, a Justin Jefferson list Vikings. He's going to be out. Yeah, what is the line weeks. on that? Where is it at? Uh, Minnesota still a favorite, two and a half. Mm. But. I take the Bears. I was gonna say that's actually come on, dude. The Vikings Can't take are that. Good. Ozuna strikes out to end the first, and we go to the bottom of the first with no score. We can't do a quick Ozuna GTO with teammates. Let's have a look at the lines. Um, let's do it very quickly. VQ. Uh, we are guessing the lines. Uh, Broncos at Chiefs Thursday night. What do you got? Broncos, Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs minus seven and a half. Chiefs, uh, eleven and a half. Chiefs, nine and a half. Ten and a half. Ravens at Ravens against the Titans in London Town. Mm. Uh, Ravens four. Uh, Ravens three. Titans one and a half. Ravens four. Commanders at Falcons. Don't forget, Clips lock of the year. Commanders win. What's the line? Falcons three. Falcons one and a half. Falcons three. Two and a half. Uh, Vikings Bears, Vikings two and a half. Seahawks at Bengals. Uh, Bengals minus two. Interesting game. Bengals one and a half. Seahawks two. Did the Bengals get off the mat last week? No. No? Okay. You don't know what that means? No. They were dead. Referees counting. Oh, two, three. But they get up before the 10 count, and they're still in the fight. Kick out. They are such a weird team. Uh, Bengals, two and a half. 49ers at Browns. Niners. Niners, Niners five and a half. Eight and a half. Uh, Niners, seven and a half. Niners, seven. Uh, Dolphins are 13 and a half against the Panthers. Colts at Jags. I'm going Jags, two and a half. I have an AFC South bias where I feel like the same teams play every week. All the time. I cannot tell 
the Texans from the Colts and the Colts from the Jaguars <laughs> and the Jaguars from the Titans. <laughs> They're all the same with their fruit with their their funky turquoise colors. Yeah. And like they're all the same. And blue everywhere, yeah. Let's see. Uh, Jags. I would love to see your inner inner brain operating right yeah. now. Jags. I'm, what I'm doing is I'm watching the game in my mind, kind of like you. Do. Oh, you do that too? Yeah, <laughs> just for Jags. Um, I'm going to go Jags three. Two and a half Jaguars. I said Jags too. Jags four. Saints at Texans. I can't figure out the Saints. I'm going Texans I'm, one. Half. Yeah, I'm going to go Texans two and a half. Saints three and a half. Saints one and a half. Close. Patriots at the Raiders five. Raiders three and a half. Yeah, Raiders three and a half. Raiders. Raiders three. Cardinals at Rams. Cardinals. Rams by three. Rams trying to get back to five. Rams four and a half. Rams. Rams five. Uh, Vegas is saying. Cute start, Cardinals. We like what you've done, but now you're a seven-point dog at the Rams. That's a lot of points. That is. Eagles. Eagles at Jets. Eagles by six. Eight and a half. Uh, Eagles. Touchdown. Eagles seven. Lions at Bucks. Bucks breaking out the creamsicles, I believe. Lions three and a half. God. I just had a thought. I just saw part of the game, Chandler. I'll tell you after you tell me your line. Uh, lines at Bucks, you said? Lines three. I'm going to go Lions two and a half. Lines three and a half. I just saw Baker Mayfield throw his third interception in that creamsicle jersey. Oh, I can see it. Do you see it? I see it. Wait, you see it? Hold on. Whoa. Yep. G-Men at Bills. Bills are a 14-point favorite. Monday night, Cowboys at Chargers. This is going to be all Dallas fans out in L.A. What's the line? I'm going to say this. Four and a half. ton of respect to the Chargers given by Vegas here, I feel like. Saying Chargers four and a half. Chargers Chargers four and a half? Chargers two and a half. Okay, maybe... uh, Maybe I'm misreading this one. Chargers seven and a half. Is it Dallas? Dallas by two and a half. Interesting. You better money line. This must be your lock of the century. Chargers seven and a half. You know what I heard? I, th- I heard? I heard G men. I thought uh, they were playing the G men. No, they're playing the C. Well, I, the C men. <laughs> <laughs> Got that one really late. That's our new name for the Cowboys. Like the C men. C men. Seaman! Like, uh, I'm going to say it, uh, when the White Sox would play the Mariners, Hawk Harrelson, radio announcer, if the Mariners had the bases loaded, he'd always say, sacks packed with Seaman. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Love, love some Hawk. Uh, Put on the board, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right, Patrick, you are free to go. All right. Woo. Get on out of here. Get on out of here, man. Get Get on, get. I got two more questions for you. What did you do last Saturday? I actually went to the... I had tickets to go to the UNC game. Did you go? Yes, I did. Who'd they play? They played Syracuse. Oh, yeah. So that was kind of fun. 
Who'd you go with? Can I ask that personal yeah, question? Yeah, I just went with some friends in the neighborhood. Um, you got four friends? Questions. Yeah. How many friends do you got? Is it low place? <laughs> Seven questions. Yeah, no, I, I, got, I got some friends. These uh, are side questions. I, I still have my main two questions. Oh, One, what did you do Saturday? Dish, I got you. These are, con- yeah, these are condiments. Appetizers, these are, my yeah. bad, my bad. Um, I just came to the table late. I know how that Well, is. that's cool, man. <laughs> I wish buddies would invite me to games. Not that I could ever go. Now that I have buddies, <laughs> what are you going to do this Saturday? What's question number two? You know, I don't even know yet, so that's actually kind of fun. It's kind of cool to it not is. have a yeah, plan. Right? I know. I'm, that's how I usually operate. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Here's Trey Turner. I'll be uh, fixing a toilet. All right. Actually, getting the my wife is the handy woman, so I <laughs> secure the parts and she fixes it. Yeah, and good, I kind of stand over and be like, you did it. Good job. That was <laughs> awesome. Uh, so that'll be at least part of my day. The other part will be watching Oregon and Washington, which should be a great one. All right. Uh, if you're in these parts, let me know. Yeah, I Maybe will. we can get together. Chandler, you going to be in town? I'm playing golf on Saturday. <coughs> All right. Probably my last time this year going to be able to play. Why is that? Are you having surgery? Well, it's going to get cold and just don't <laughs> like playing in the cold. Did he go? He did. Yes, he did. You damn well bet he did. Good thing that's not Angel Hernandez and the batter is Bryce Harper. And that was for strike three. See ya, Trey. Mm. All right, uh, Patrick. See you, buddy. All right. See you guys. We'll uh, take a break. Come back when we return. Brooks Hill will join us. We'll talk some Canes hockey and keep you up to date on what's going on between the Phillies and the Braves. No score. Two outs. Bottom of the first in Philadelphia. The city of brotherly love. And the brotherly shove. Bryce Harper up for Philadelphia. Take a break. Come back. More to go on PRL after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Russell's Clothing in downtown Washington has everything you need for game day or any other day for men and women. Whether it's dress, casual, or even a formal occasion, Russell's has you covered. Russell's has served Eastern North Carolina and beyond for 40 years with quality clothing and personal service. Russell's Clothing on Main Street in downtown Washington, Pirates supporting Pirates. And the Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. Every Sunday, kick off the day at the Buck with the largest 4K screen in Greenville, along with 18 TVs so you don't miss a game. They'll have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly jersey giveaway starting at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at the Buck. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Speaking of the Dubuck, Dubuck, they uh, sponsor the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard, which we keep you up to date with. And right now, the Braves and Phillies are scoreless in the top of the second inning. Uh, Shirley, I'm going to send you that number right about now. And we will get Brooks Hill on the phone because we've got another sport to follow, and that would be 
Hurricanes hockey as the Canes get uh, off to the start of their season tonight. Go Canes. Um, guess who I picked up in fantasy? Wait, I need an update first. What is your record? Four and one. After I saw Jacoby Myers score a touchdown, I thought, I bet Chon's winning another one. I didn't even have to have him on my starting lineup. But guess what? When it comes to going into Virginia, I stared at his name for first touchdown score for quite a while, and I didn't take him. Mm. Oh, man. That, um, that stunk. Who did you add? Logan Thomas. Oh, I need to check and see if my waivers went through. Uh, Chandler, I remember... So I was excited about, I think, your receivers, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but you lacked a little bit in other areas. And I don't know if we clowned your team, but we thought you had a chance to be okay. I, I remember you saying, I think you could be okay. Yeah, run through your lineup again. Well, the quick. running backs are... But now, run uh, through your lineup. Cousins at quarterback. Who's Did, the, do you have uh, another one? Uh, Derek Carr. Uh, okay. Uh, Stephon Diggs, DJ Moore, Jarrett McKinnon... Alvin. So let's go Diggs, Moore, and then how many flexes do you have? I have two. And who are they? Right now I put Myers in. Yeah. They played New England this week. Revenge game for Oh, Myers. yeah, revenge game. Uh, Tyler Lockett. Okay, yeah, I do like that. That's a nice core of receivers. <laughs> who are your running backs? Uh, my running backs. Now, this is where it hurt. Uh, Jarrett McKinnon, who's put, had a couple of good games for me. And then Alvin's back. Alvin's back. Okay. Um, on my bench, Marcus Br- uh, Hollywood Brown. Adam Thielen. Yeah. Algier. You know what you need to do, my friend, is trade a receiver. For a running back? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's your tight end? Uh, my tight end is Darren Waller, yeah. who's questionable this week. Yeah. And they play at Buffalo, so I might plug in Logan Thomas. Mm. In fact, I'm going to do that right now. Yeah. I don't hate that. I don't hate that at all. Uh, solid team. If you could... Hey, Joey, we need to cook up a trade for Chandler. I would love to. I'd help him. Yeah. Trade uh, one of those receivers, even one of those starters, because you could still go to Hollywood or Thielen if you need to. Mm-hmm. But like, you could get a lot of return on – who was your second guy after Diggs? Uh, DJ Moore. Mm. I mean, you could trade him now. Yeah. He's at his all-time – man, we should have done this last week. You should float more out there for a running back. All right. Right now. Okay. Is DJ Moore going to have a game the rest of the way like he had Thursday? I don't know. No, can. no he's not. Strike while the iron's hot. Speaking of which, we're going to strike while the iron's hot. And talk to Brooks Hill, the king of the hill. Brooksy joins us on the Halloween Express live line. He is fired up because the Hurricanes play tonight. They get their season underway uh, against the Ottawa Senators. Brooks, how you doing, man? What's up, Brooksy? Doing good, guys. I mean, you guys were doing that fantasy rundown, making me uh, question my lineup going into this week. <laughs> what are your questions? <laughs> we'll have answers. Oh. Yeah, well, I uh, see here, I have almost everybody in the world on injured reserve now or questionable. You know, I picked up Zay Jones in the waiver wire, and he got me some good points while they were in London last week. Let me pull up my lineup real quick. I have my hockey notes pulled up, so I got to switch real quick. All right, so like Travis Kelsey, questionable. Devon A. Chain, out, injured reserve. Tank Dell, questionable. Uh, Cole Komet, questionable. T. Higgins, questionable. And James Conner on the IR. So, you know, fantasy land for uh, Brooksy is not looking so hot. I didn't know. You I didn't, didn't know that about Devon? I didn't even know that. I didn't mention it because I didn't want to make you mad or anything, but yeah, he's on the IR. So I uh, believe, so that's why people were picking up Jeff Wilson. 
Is Jeff Wilson still available? Yeah, that, that, that might be. So I've had some trades come floating my way, and I just got to kind of survive, you know, I guess these next four weeks or so and hopefully get A-Chain back. And, you know, T. Higgins has been hit or miss all year for me. Um, of course, I sat him the week that he got like 22 points, but, you know, twice he's gotten me less than three points. So I'm, I'm very afraid to play him again. All right, uh, well, let's talk hockey, Brooks. By the way, if Brooks' voice sounds familiar, he was a uh, former intern here, but also has become a uh, frequent caller on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. That indeed. And uh, those have not been fun calls uh, so far this year, Brooks, but hopefully brighter days ahead for our Pirates and definitely bright days ahead for these Hurricanes because I looked at stanley cup odds brooks and outside of i believe the avalanche the canes have the highest odds to win the stanley cup the highest odds in the eastern conference and it is just uh, and david glenn said it earlier in the show uh the most optimism he remembers heading into a cane season and, and that includes these past years where they've uh certainly had a target on their back yeah absolutely i mean if you're a caniac um it's a great time you guys uh have you know, come to life a little bit uh, since I left Greenville and uh, have done a good job of keeping up with what they're doing down in Raleigh. Um, it's the only red and black team that's appropriate to pull for uh, that play in that little mile circumference over there. But, uh, yeah, they made the big moves in the offseason. I think that they wanted to, and that all started with locking in Sebastian Ajo. Uh, now is the highest-paid hurricane of all time. Uh, you know, past Ron Francis, Brenda Moore, Eric Stahl, Jeff Skinner, all those guys. And he's locked in for the next nine years, and that's really good, especially when you have guys like Svechnikov and Cook and Yemi and, uh, you know, Martin Natchez to surround him with good supporting cast. And um, I'm sure you probably had it as one of your points, but they also got a little bit tougher with some new acquisition, acquisitions as well, Cliff. And those acquisitions are? Uh, so they got Brendan Lemieux on a one-year unrestricted uh, free agent. Any relation? And. Uh, you know, I would probably say so, not not the same skill level. Okay. They, this is a pest. Um, I would say he's in the top five of NHL in penalty minutes. Um, but not like in the fighting way because fighting has kind of come out of the game. But he's a guy who's going to agitate other people, I would say. And then they also got Michael Bunting, who played on the same line last year with Austin Matthews up in Toronto, and he was kind of. You know, that guy on the line who does have, like, the good stick skills, but also, you know, he's out there to protect Matthews, and he's going to be doing the same, uh, playing along tonight with Sebastian Ajo and Seth Jarvis. All right, uh, Brooks Hill joining us. It'll be the Canes and the Senators coming up tonight. Brooks, uh, question for those that like of us that like to drive to Virginia. How many goals do you think the Canes score tonight? Ooh, okay, so Ottawa did not make the playoffs last year. Um, I believe Matt Murray. No, that was that's Toronto. Excuse me, I'm getting my Canadian teams confused. Based on I'm trying to figure out who plays in net for Ottawa, uh, I think that the Hurricanes would score between three and four. I think they have a good offense. They're going to come fired up, ready to play at home because the State Fair comes to Raleigh. Um, I believe tomorrow, oh, yeah. and they're gonna they're gonna fly out, and they're gonna go play all the Western Conference teams in California and Canada um, next week. So they're gonna be all away from home for about two weeks on a road trip. So I think they're gonna be fired up, want to definitely entertain the fans, 
uh, here tonight. And um, I would say the safe play would be, I don't know what the team's rule is. I'm not looking at it. But if it's at three and a half, I think four is a good number. All right. That's our uh, Pirate Radio play of the day. Canes over three and a half goals. All right. Lock it in. Uh, Brooks Hill joining us. Uh, Brooks, who like who is this season big for as far as personal? When you look at Ajo, Svechnikov, uh, these guys that have been around a while slaving uh, your, your core players, who needs to have a, a big one, a breakout year, whether it be for a contract, whether it be to earn the contract they're making right now? Uh, who comes to mind for that? So number wait, was that a hockey horn? It was. I'm at the arena. We're actually hanging up the gassers uh, <laughs> right now. That was awesome. Like, to get ready for our opening, that was completely unplanned. We're testing yeah. the new scoreboard, uh, so it worked. Uh, that's good to know. But uh, back to your question, um, Martin Natchez had a great year last year. Really disappeared at the last month of the season when the Canes were kind of limping into the playoffs. If you remember my calls from last year talking about, hey, like this could be a first-round exit, uh, but then they took care of business in rounds one and two um, because last time he was in the last year of his contract, he did not play well. Um, he signed a two-year deal. Last year, he played great, but now that we're at that last year of a contract, again, I'm a little worried that he could be thinking about, oh, like if he doesn't perform, he's going to get shipped out. Um, so there's one. Brett Pesci on defense is a guy that was talked about a lot at the national level. Uh, for the Hurricanes this year, and it was because he was in the last year of his contract. On day one of free agency, the Hurricanes signed Dimitri Orloff from Boston, and it's like, oh, well, Pesci still has a year left on his contract, and like they must be using him for trade bait, or they're going to trade him and get another forward, you know, because the knock on Carolina is they don't have a elite goal scorer. Um, but they did not trade Brett Pesci. Tonight they're going to play with seven defensemen, uh, with Tony D'Angelo probably being one of the extras or Jalen Chatfield um, as D'Angelo is back with the team. So those are the forward and defense uh, players that I would keep my eye on contract-wise. Everybody else is kind of locked in. We're kind of good with. I'm not too worried about. And then, um, you know, the news is Piotr Kochetkov, number 52. Uh, he's on his big boy contract this year, but they re-signed Anderson and Ronta. So they're going to both be the goaltenders for now. Now, eventually, Kochekov will get called up, but the Hurricanes don't have an AHL affiliate this year. So anybody who's in the AHL level, uh, they're getting loaned out to different teams throughout the country. So actually, it's quite funny. Kochekov is going to be the starting AHL goaltender for the Syracuse Crunch, which is Tampa's AHL team, um, and about an hour away from where I am. So hopefully I'm going to make my way up to Syracuse and get to see Kochekov play. Uh, in person some this year. But uh, Kochekov in the net, Pesci on the blue line, and then Natchez up front are my three big contracts to watch. Brooks Hill joining us. Halloween Express live line. I like on the Pirate Radio video, it says Brooks Hill hockey expert. I like that too. Okay, good. Uh, We have a question from Eric. You can can thank me for that, Brooksy. There you go. Thank you, Shirley. Uh, Brooks, uh, question from Eric. Does Tony D'Angelo replicate the success he had with the Canes during the 21-22 season, or was it a fluke? I don't think it was a fluke because he was playing with Jacob Slavin, and anybody can look good playing with Jacob Slavin, I think. 
Um, I think he's a great power play piece, and he's going to play on the power play tonight, no doubt. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, based on the way that the roster is constructed this year, if he doesn't play in as many games. But the thing about Carolina is you have seven defensemen right now on your roster who are good enough to be a top four on any other NHL team. I don't doubt that the Hurricanes have the best defensive core between the seven of them in the entire NHL. So if you just look at the stats and the box score, you'd be like, oh, like D'Angelo didn't score this week. Okay, like that's fine. Like how many games did he play? Did he only play once? Did he play twice? Things like that. So I would say it is a ratio based on the amount of games he will play. He will be just fine. Brooks Hill joining us on the Halloween Express live line. Brooks, we'll have you on throughout the season talking hockey. Uh, once again, you've kind of mentioned it, but uh, tell the folks what you're doing these days and uh, when does your season get started? Yeah, so uh, thanks to the Carolina Hurricanes making the playoffs all the way back in 2019 and uh, Clip having me on when we were talking to Section 328 back in the day. Uh, I've made my way into hockey. I'm in my second year with the Binghamton Black Bears in upstate New York, about an hour south of Syracuse. It's single-A uh, hockey, um, but it's hockey, and I'm getting to talk about what I love doing the most, and that's about sports, just like you guys get to do every day. And uh, this week's been busy. We just wrapped up Media Day today with uh, photos and interviews uh, from all the local stations. And fun fact, uh, if our Pirate Radio listeners remember Tyler Feldman, his old station, uh, WBNG is one of the ones that report on us uh, now. So I had a laugh with somebody today about Tyler Feldman. So hope he's out there doing good in Austin. But yeah, we start our season Saturday night at seven o'clock. Um, got a new deal in place uh, that all of our games home and away will be streamed live on YouTube with our feed. So just like how I would watch ESPN plus to watch the hurricanes out of market up here in New York. And I get the Carolina feed. Um, any fans can watch, and it'll always be my voice, which might be a bad thing or a good thing, depending on if you're my parent, uh, talking about hockey all 56 games this season. Good stuff, Brooks. Keep up the good work, buddy. And uh, we'll talk to you down the road about the Canes, uh, but it sounds like you're feeling optimistic about them getting off to a good start tonight. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and then I think they're going to do good out in California, too. Appreciate all you guys, everything that you guys do, and uh, – Hopefully you hear from me tomorrow night with a happy fifth quarter edition. Hope so. That would be awesome. Thank you, Brooks. See you, buddy. Thank you. There is Brooks Hill joining us on the Halloween Express live line. Greenville's premier Halloween superstore. Halloween Express gets shopping today right next to Target. One of the most nicest guys ever. Most nicest. One of the nicest guys ever. Shirley, we need to give something away on this program. Just give it away. Give it away, give it away, Man, give it away it now. Here. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. I had to use now. this one. You're slumping. Away, hey, Chandler, say migration. 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 Talking about my migration. Shirley, what are we giving away today? Uh, lunch for uh, ch- uh, uh, shrimp taco lunch, courtesy of Chico's. Call a fork. All right, Ronald Acuna bats in the third inning. No score between the Phillies and the Braves on the Buccaneers Golf Scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Order Jersey Mike subs on the mobile app and get delivery right to your home or save time and order ahead to skip the line to pick up from your nearest Jersey Mike sub location. Jersey Mike's a sub above. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. We got a Ronald Acuna Jr. double down the right field line, followed up by Ozzy Albies single in the right. Quick trip around the bases for Ronnie, and the Braves lead 1-0 in the third inning. Because, like myself, these Braves hitters are not afraid of Aaron Nola. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of Aaron Nola. Aaron Nola. The best part He's about in my closet. In my closet. But I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of Aaron Nola. Shirley, I'm sure you have something very important to say, but right now <laughs> we are singing this terrible song. <laughs> All right. Shirley. You're okay, up. Shirley, you can speak. <laughs> oh. Okay, be careful now. Um, I'm so sorry. Chandler's afraid. Chandler's I, I'm afraid. afraid. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the best part about watching this stuff is, is because one of the things is Clip hates it when I'm ahead and I already know what's about to happen. But sometimes the fun part is being ahead of him, knowing what's going to happen and waiting for his reaction. And that's been the fun part. And that, my friends, is what a watch party is all about. But you understand why, right? It's just... Yeah, no, I understand why you do it, but or why you get upset with me, because sometimes I I do react. I think you take a lot of things personal. This is not personal, Shirley. What, in terms of... I don't get upset with you, per se. We should keep the receipts, you know? (laughs) I I do. I'm upset when... I just feel like all the feeds need to be together. While I understand that. Synergy. Team camaraderie. While I understand that, we did get a nice little video of your reaction a few moments ago, and that was pretty funny for myself and Joey. Yeah, he got it on camera. I didn't authorize that comment. Yeah, well, I actually, that, that is I, it's uh, gone. I clicked that. It's too long. Sue him. You took too long to ever look at. <laughs> I'm gonna so. sue him. Hey, hey, Joey's sue afraid. Me. Hey, Joey's sue afraid. Me. Do it. You getting sued? <laughs> that boy right there getting sued. I promise you ain't getting much money out of it. Sued. Sued. I'd be like, sued. get in line. <laughs> hey, you ever heard uh, Phil Collins? Sue, sue, sued. Is you you getting sue, sue, sued? <laughs> Eo. Eo. <laughs> You know, you can always count on somebody or something in your life. Yeah. You can always count on Joey Perry making Dowdy Ficklin Stadium and Bagwell Field one of the best fields in college football as he's posted a picture on Twitter. And there is black trimmings around the field, uh, black stripes. and But now the end zones are still uh, purple fonted with gold stripes or gold trimmings. And of course... The middle logo, the state of mind logo, is in black, ready for the Thursday night primetime game. Just call out Joy Perry's name, and you know that he'll be there. I don't know if I'm singing those words right either. I was looking for uh, James Taylor. 
you got a friend that was a terrible call by the umpire to make it 0-2 and now Ozuna's going to strike out and in the inning but that was a great take so he'll strike out on this next pitch you're so like me as a fan but it's all because of that bad call that made it 0-2 that we're in this spot right now you're thinking the way I think you know why because you're a sports guy I'm a sports guy. I feel like we should have a graduation ceremony for you where you get your sports guy diploma. Have I not gotten it already? Yes. You've earned it, but like, you don't be like J.R. Smith and go back to school and get it. Did you get your diploma like your last, like when you walk out of class last day? No, you have to wait. That's right. That's right. We have to make it all nice and neat and engrave your name and all that stuff. You got to wear a stupid cap and gown. Where's the, uh, why do we still do that, by the way? what the cap and gown i know people like traditions but what what is that signifying why is that the look because they've been doing it for years exactly that's so you think you should always do what we've done for years you don't think people would be upset if like they you think any laws or anything that's changed in society okay you think everything should be the same do you know how many grandmas and parents would be upset there's the strikeout if they didn't see their kid wearing some stupid dress-looking thing and a stupid hat. And get pictures? All right. It's a symbol of success. It's a symbol of an accomplishment. You have to earn that cap. You hat. have to earn to look that dumb. You have to earn to wear that. Hey, look how smart I am. I'm so smart. I'm going to wear this ridiculous hat and this thing that looks like a trash bag. I don't know if you want people to know this, but don't be upset because... You, so I can't. If I say this. Overslept. Can I not say that? You can say what you want. I overslept my. I went to. Oh well, good thing there's more than one graduation. I went to one on Friday night. I had to go to another one Saturday. I didn't show up to that one. It makes me sick to my stomach that you say that and you complain about cap and gowns. That really, this is might be an all-time low for you when it comes to complaining about something. <laughs> You're complaining about cap and gowns, something that people take pride in when they finish their education. When I graduate, can I do stupid? the show in cap and gowns? Are gown? you stupid? Uh, we uh, got to take our final break. <laughs> we'll be back. Yeah, boy. That was fun. This is good. <laughs> this is good. I like this. Uh, we're back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. It was another good day for the stock market. The Dow was up 65 at 33,804. The NASDAQ was up 96 at 13,659. S&P was up 18 at 4,376. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now back to the show. All right, everybody brace yourself for something bad happening in the world because Nick Castellanos has hit a home run. Uh, It is one-to-one Braves and Phillies. We will talk to you Thursday at 3.30 on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. Go see Chon, David Glenn, and the crew coming up Thursday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Tiebreakers for some awesome giveaways. 
And uh, we'll have a fun game day coming up on Thursday. For Shirley Rhodes, Yoey, Chan, I am Clip Brock. We'll talk to you Thursday. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.